Hello and welcome to another episode of Last Call for Adventure. Did we just lose Jesse? No, Jesse changes every week, and I didn't set the thing right. <laughs> he's here. such a problem child. He's so he's I was, problematic. I did nothing wrong. He's so problematic. I did nothing oh, wrong. Jeez. There we go. <laughs> I was like, oh no. He's good. So, Jesse, the link you sent me um, didn't work. Uh, Why? Jesse, you sending dead links over here, too? Matt, you're just the worst, Jesse. If you believe enough, you'll see it. What? If I what? If you believe. Like a Tinkerbell. The Tinkerbell link? Believe enough, you'll see it. Oh, boy. That sounds creepy. Let's not, let's maybe not do that, but let's maybe (laughs) do another episode of D&D. I agree. Jesse was telling me some pretty disturbing urban tales before we started. What? Jesse, what is wrong with you, Jesse? I don't like how you say it like that. It's Christmas, Jesse. What are you doing? (laughs) I was regaling bronze with the legend of the little red man of Paris. He was kind of scary, though, in my opinion. I mean, he's pretty scary. spooky. Wait, Anne's in Paris and there's a little red man? Yeah, there's the a little, little red, red man, man, and it's probably going to get Anne. And you got to be careful. There's a little red man over there. <laughs> is it a red man or is it a red man. cap? Because I hate red caps. Those are red caps. Oh, red caps suck. We're, and, er, Worst. Bronze, don't ever put us red against cap. red caps. So why did you utter those? Uh, why did you tell her? I was I, just talking about I, general. I, you brought it up, Max. This is your fault. Yeah, but now she knows we fear them. Well, I don't. We don't fear them, Max. What are you talking about? You're right. We don't fear them. We yeah, we're not fearful of red caps at all. They're the easiest monsters ever to oh fight. Oh, my gosh. Are they these little goblin creatures? No. No. You, hmm? I don't know what you're... What are you talking about? Goblins? Max is a goblin. Oh, wow. Oh. It's me. I'm a goblin. Stop I'm looking at them. Yeah, stop looking at them. Fae. Stop it. Wow. Wait, they're fake creatures? Oh, my God. They are fake creatures. That's why they're part of... That's you why probably they're... know one. Oh, wow. They have multi-attack? Fuck. Max, you did this. Max. <laughs> you did this. I didn't do combo. this. You I brought did up it. red caps, and then you said, "Please, God, whatever you do, don't give us red caps." Jesse, every Cox, DM ever. How will go, could you have now? This I love them. They're so cute. They're pretty Ugh. cute. Yeah, terrifying look at these little scallions. Terrifying. This one's it's just in his underwear. <laughs> He's got a little red cap and a white beard and little like a little underwear thing. I on. think Jesse Cox is a red cap. Me? Oh. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Love All look, gingers look worship guys. the red cap. It's true. They? It's the red cap uh, deity. This guy's name is Nate. Yeah. Na- members of the red caps include Robin Redcap, Kabutor, Bloody Bell, Nain Rouge, and Fair Daring. I'm, I'm here for it. I love all of these guys. I want to be a part of their crimes, serial homicide. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe being I, a part of them would be all right. Good Lord. I want, to be, I want to be on this team. These guys look like wild childs. So I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> In this Plus episode, they strike fear into the internets. Is Jesse recapping this week, Bruns? Is that who gets the, the recap duty? You should recap. Let's we see what he you can do. Done it yet. Let's see how it goes. Is he going to be able to? I don't know. You... How do you like that, you red cap loving bastard? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Take that. Yes. He has red in his name, so he has no choice. True. You know, it's okay if it's compelled. a bad recap. You just cobble together what you you know. Yeah. You don't want this. I'm gonna let you know. You don't want this. Your your recap. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's one letter off from red cap? 
recap recap oh my god it's the red cap recap um brought to you by jesse cox okay so um last time on last call for adventure bane the team had ventured forth into the forest to find Franz, I think it was. And as we did so, we met friends and foes, lovers and leavers, portals and not portals. And there, at a great tree, a goat appeared. I hope it was a goat. And the goat said, Hey, I'm a liar. And I want you all to know that Dove, a known turtle, was in fact some sort of weird, twisted mutant. But I won't have it. No, sir. Dove is a turtle through and through. A shell so hard, I don't know what to do. It's a, it's a turtle, famous turtle rap. Shell so hard. It's, it's commonly known in the turtle community. You don't know it, that's on you. Get cool. Anyway, we then fought some spiritual things that beat the ever-living piss out of me. It was rough, let me tell you. But thankfully, Elegy's berries saved my life. And some weird DM calculations i think we had to run through and there were some things because i had rage i got half damage but i forgot doesn't matter <laughs> and then at the end we had achieved great things by getting 20 some fronds when we only needed four and frankly it was great but in the end what we learned is that bronze is setting up some sort of world scope threat of the fey and probably future campaigns are totally screwed. The end. Or the beginning. <laughs> oh. I like it. I like it. Red's voice saying these words echoes out through the last call pub as he sits across from a small gnome that looks like she's been trying to exit the conversation for the last like 15 minutes but hasn't found a moment to do so because just as she's about to be like well uh, and then the story goes on and then she's like i i and then the story goes on um her sort of like red hair falls and ringlets around her face and her bright green eyes um are kind of like thrumming with uh like impatience and anticipation and then as you conclude this monologue, her eyes drift over you, Blibble, and you, Dove. And she just says, is he finished? Yeah, he's done. You can go now. Now would be the time. Okay. Uh, just so I know, am I supposed to do anything with that information? It's totally up to you. I mean, take it in. Completely get rid of it. I mean, you only got so much storage up here for totally like, was you. I supposed to write it down do you like fronds you should have left um 
You had I your opportunity. Now, you, now you're done. What would you say your favorite type of frond is? Um, I guess now that you mention it, I, I don't know much about fronds. Like, is a frond just a plant? Would you like to know more about fronds? <laughs> What's your favorite type because of frond there, man? A good frond is a great friend. Okay. So did you all want another round? <laughs> yeah, we'll take another round. We'll, we'll take another round. Because um, the, you know, the question was if you wanted another round. of. We will take another round. Oh, okay. another round. I thought you meant another frond is what oh, I thought you said. Go now. Um, go now. Okay. Go, then they can I'll get just, the drink. Sorry, cool. I'll, give, I'll bring you. So the oatmeal stout is fine. Yeah, you just give me a wave at the bar there, and I'll just come get it. You don't have to come back. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and she runs off <laughs> behind the counter to uh, tap a new keg and pour the three of you three frothy pints of an oatmeal stout that's fresh in the house. Um, your venture back to town was an uneventful one for the most part. Um, you enjoy the benefits of a long rest, which I'm sure is, is quite, I guess, like a, a welcome, welcome, uh, update for some of you. All of means you. nothing yeah, to old little, a, I was fine. Yeah. What does it do for a totally for beat up boy like me? Gives you everything. everything. Yeah. It gives you totally everything. Build up. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And you refresh a lot of your. Um, sort of, I guess, like you get features, all your class features. Yeah, your rage is back, Jesse. Your HP is back. Your wild magic use is back. All that stuff. It's so many short rests. I forget what a long rest does. That's right. <laughs> I know. I feel like that's also relatable to a lot of people in real life. So many short rests. I forget what a long rest does. Very true. <laughs> I feel good. Oh my god! But that actually is kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you can't remember the last time you had a nap okay we're mm -hmm. going too dark we're going yeah, too let's, dark let's, we, let's yeah i nap often i wouldn't know <laughs> yeah. red caps um <laughs> elegy left you all to go and secure the fronds um in her in her sort of like apothecary lab slash garden mm. and you are left with Marin who looks a bit sullen and is like looking over your contract and you're sort of preparing to turn it in as you as she's looking over the paperwork and kind of like working up the strength to say something she finally like kind of lets out like a little trumpet with her elephant trunk and is like, it's not fair. What? What? What's, What's not, not fair? fair? We shouldn't have to share the money with Starla. Oh, yeah. Listen, Jessica I, I almost died. That's true. That is. That I'm is true. fine. I don't. You know, I don't like 
Starla as much as I, I, if I didn't have to. She's the one that just brought me this opportunity with it, in a weird roundabout way, right? If we're thinking about it, even though she is a dick and she sucks, <laughs> she's kind of the worst person, one of the worst people I've known. But people would say that about me in a weird roundabout way. If we, ne- if I never took that contract and never found you guys, we wouldn't have had all this and all the frontal fronds now. And so. While, yes, she does suck. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. Help me, somebody. Do we want to? I'm pretty sure she did something to me, too, when uh, we made this agreement. I couldn't figure out what. She might have cast some sort of spell on me. I'm not sure. So I'm a little worried about what might happen to me if we uh, screw her over. Unless I'll take that hit, though. You know, if you guys want to just. How how do you know this this, uh, Starla? I don't. I just felt really weird when we shook on it. Normally, I'm able to figure it out. I'm just, it's just a feeling. It could be wrong. I don't know. It's just a, maybe I'm just in my own head. You know what? I don't, what do you want to do? You want to kill her? What's what's in your mind? Kill kill her? (laughs) What? I just went to the extreme. Then we can work down. We're not killing this person. No, that's. Well, a lot of times you got to go to the extreme to figure out, you know, how crazy things are going to get. Have you killed many you of your, your friends, down from it. Blibble, is this No, a- but sometimes I, I, I definitely keep it as an option. And not necessarily, Starla ain't a friend of mine. Would you kill me in red? I don't know. Would you uh, call Dan, me you didn't a dirty goblin? No? Well, if you call me a dirty goblin, most of the time you found me and you were completely rude. And then you're going to try to screw me over in a lot of different ways. And maybe I would, it would cons- I would consider it. As an option. You're but if you're not going to do any of that, then we have no problem. You're a little messy. Certainly not dirty. Man, I mean, I could probably use a bath. and could smell a little better. Oh, you smell like a fragrant summer day in the forest. Wait. That's a good Thank thing. you. I happen to like your scent. I like your <sighs> scent too, Jasper. Thank you. I've been cultivating it for five hundred years. It comes across. Yeah, it's very complex. Thank you. Very There's... lot of notes to that scent. Red, we've talked about telling people what you've been cultivating. That's not a pleasant way to say that. What do you mean? This moss has been here for a generation. I'm very proud. I'm sorry, Blipple. Back to Starla. Fine. Do you know where she resides? Perhaps we could go have a conversation. Um, you know, she moves around a bunch. What time is it right now? He's like kind of considering to himself. Also, does he know where, where she would be at or... Like, I don't know if he actually knows his uh, her her um residence. Yeah, I don't know if she would have shared it or what, or if it's just commonly mm-hmm. known where she'd be at. Um, actually, let's see. Give me a. I guess um we'll do a perception check to see if you were perceptive enough, like in your past interactions with her, to suss together like her regular haunt. <laughs> Why don't you tell him what I rolled? Well, that's a zero. Uh, for old Blibble there. That's a one with a minus one. Yeah. 
Um, awesome. you have no clue. Uh, but you think you have a friend who might. An old study buddy of yours, a little nerdy, a little annoying, a fellow goblin. This one filled uh, more like skilled in the arts of transmutation than anything else. Um, he was a little bit of a clinger on. If you know what I mean, like uh, if you probably yeah. spent some of your time at school trying to shake him, um, but you do know he's a bit of a repository of information. Um, and you know, it's not his real name, but he always tells everyone his name is Simon. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know kind of where she hangs out here and there, but really it's my buddy Simon probably could figure out where um where she's at. He's, he's a little bit and he gets into the books and stuff. He's a little strange. Not like the, the biggest people person, but he's a good guy, you know. And um he could probably figure out. I think I think he might know where she's at. Or uh, could be. So we could always give give him a visit. But the thing is though, like are we just gonna I feel like you guys will take the lead, you know what I mean? With the with talking to Starla, just hit her with the facts, right? You ain't a guild member, and um, it's unfair, et cetera, et cetera. Because if I say it's unfair, she's gonna say, "Of course it's unfair to you." You know that's that's kind of how she talks. I don't. I'm not gonna avoid it. But um, what do you think? Well, does she have anything to use against you? Other than maybe uh cursing me I don't know, I don't know, killing me you know whatever it's fine i'll take that perhaps we could figure out what transpired between the two of you before going and seeing her see if you are cursed i'm sure there's someone in the town that could help us with that i, I, I feel like i might even be just being paranoid but i wouldn't put it past her also so you know what i mean um bronze i i don't have the detect magic spell is there mm -hmm. someone that I would uh, know, or is there a with the barkeep or something like that? I don't. I'm grasping at straws here. Who who mm -hmm. would have like some way to detect if what has been I cast have, on Blizzard? I have magic awareness. Oh, um, well, that we already kind of know that you magic. Can open is your there. awareness to the presence of concentrated magic. Uh, would that do anything? Does that work? Uh, it would let you know that Blibble's hunch is not incorrect. It's not coming from paranoia. There is something going on with Wibble. I, I sense it, Duff. There's certainly something going on with Blibble. Well, I don't have the means to remove whatever was cast on you. But oh, I'm sure oh we can... excuse me. Sorry to interrupt. I also apparently learn which school of magic it belongs to. Ah. Uh... Dun, dun, dun. That could be helpful information. Sorry to interrupt, JP. That is True. helpful information. It is. Dun, dun, dun. This winter, there's something about Blibble. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you guys, I don't feel right. Come on, Blibble, <laughs> let's go bungee jumping. I don't think I feel right today. <laughs> the school is Come enchanted. On, 
Enchantment. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Do you share that with us? He Jessica? was a goblin out of sorts. <laughs> she was a Starla who enchanted him. Coming this fall, there's something about it. It writes itself. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> Jesse, do you share with us that it's an enchantment? I said it's an enchantment. I thought I did that, but yes, it's an enchantment of some sort. Hmm. Well, can you tell a lie, Libble? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can I can I tell a lie? Are you asking me that really? But do you lie a lot? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say a lot. Is that a lie? No. <laughs> hmm. No, 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 no. I'm the people. I, I, uh, lies are complex. What is considered a lie for some person might be. You know, a, a lie of omission? Do I share everything all the time? No. Um, also, some people don't deserve the truth. You got to protect yourself. It's hard. Especially being a little fucker like me. Well, with an answer like that, you could have simply just said yes. Yes, I know how to lie. Is that what you were asking? I was simply asking that, yes. Well, perhaps mm-hmm. we, we should find someone in, in town who could dispel this it's a rather simple incantation i just cannot do it myself but that Mm. would help us whatever it is whether it's one of lying whether it is she's listening to this very conversation now it'd be nice to know before we go and speak with her starla if you're listening you're a bitch Well, we'll see if she's I'm, extra angry with me. We know then. I w- <laughs> we'll know soon enough, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll finish this round and go find uh, someone to dispel the enchantment. Should be easy enough. As you say this, um, the bartender brings you all your three flagons and says, um, uh, Well, if you're looking for someone, there is like a guild healer great does every guild have a healer oh yes and all the costs are footed by the guild if you're not in the guild though you're kind of on your own what what if we were with the nah it's fine that's fine we're good i know a healer and who is that? Yeah, Marin. Yeah, the guild healer. Ruby. I call her Aunt Ruby. You see your aunt? No. Oh, okay. Would She's she, really close. Would she be willing to help us? Oh, probably, yeah. Uh, sometimes I bring her things she needs for her medicine cabinet. Perhaps like a fennel frond? Yeah. Well, she'd definitely help us. She's really good at magic. Sometimes she's a little mean, though, but that's just because she wants us to take better care of ourselves. Understood. Fair enough. 
Well, it's a good thing we got stuff she might want. And I'm talking fennel fronds. You know what I mean? Yes, you mean fennel fronds. I mean fennel fronds, because we have a lot of them. Yes, that's I, I understood that. Didn't allergy take most of them to start a colony? Well, we can Both. we can promise that, you know. I'm sure she's not going we to use all of them. We had quite... You wouldn't lie, right? No, I mean, I'm lying. <laughs> How she... many fronds do we actually have on us? Did we keep any? Can we say we kept some? Yeah, yeah we totally did. We get, I think... Uh, I actually think Red She did, only took it? like six or so. Enough to, yeah, to propagate like, them. And then there was There was 26 for, total. We gave four for the 26 guild. Twenty-six fronds total. Yep. Anne was going to keep however many it took to propagate. And I think that was actually was a discussion uh, that we talked yes, about in the post-show. Post yep, right. that's where I'm reading from. We meant to follow up with you, and then we did Sorry, not. Sorry, DM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I mentioned it. Should have been on the post-show. Yeah, I mentioned it. Um, yeah, so... For a full colony that would yield, I did some I did some mental math on this. Can we do a roll? That would yield three fronds um, every three days. You would need fifteen. If there were fewer, then it would yield fewer every three days. Okay. Um, that being said, I think you only needed how many for the mission? Four. Oh, and we know. had twenty six, so we had twenty two so left over. Have, so six yeah. left. Seven ish. Six or seven. Six or seven. Yeah. B six math working you said 15 yep mm -hmm. okay so seven yeah seven yeah i was doing my math again i was counting on my fingies <laughs> how many uh, fingers do it. goblins have max enough i want to say they probably <laughs> have like what that's a good answer <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know. Uh, I want to say they, they probably have four. Maybe probably have four. Probably yeah, four. four. I think they got like the you know the, remove the pinky kind of. Yeah, but I don't actually know in in the scope of D and D. Someone will say mm. some D and D nerd in the chat will be like, actually they have. It's a, a, an actual goblin in the chat. Will let us know. Yeah, that's yep. how it goes. All right, so we have seven fennel fronts. Yeah, uh, Blibble will say that you have those for whatever reason. Okay. Go to mark them on your sheet. Yep, I'm going to mark right now. Uh, yes, uh, we we have a handful of fronds on us that we can give to uh, Ruby for her service. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll take you there. Great. Let's. Uh, You've been to my place before, so you know where it's, you, you know where we're going. Mm. I guess Blibble hasn't been there before. No, he stayed in a different room. That's I have not. True. No, I was um, I was at the birds. The birds? There's birds. Does Elegy live with another bird? No, Blibble realizes it was like a private thing. <laughs> he was just like, <laughs> um, no, there's just other birds that live there. Um, you know, a it's a bird thing. They, they hang sorts? out. Is it, is it like a nest? Not like a roost. It's not like a much about kinku. nest. No, she's got a nice room. Nice place in uh, her guild hall, her tower. And, um, you know, birds have, friends. he's like kind of nervous, like birds have friends and they, you know, they, they, uh, they groom Does each Elegy other. Have probably. A girlfriend? Are you what? saying that no. someone, a bird no, friend, I'm not. where are we getting this from? Well, you said that there was someone else there. There was a plural. No, birds. I didn't say someone else. I said there's other birds that she has, she's friends with. That's it. Oh, wow. 
This is not like, coming from I'm me. None of this is like a close none of this. friend. I listen. I don't know the nature of her relationship with other people. That would be presumptuous. That's if the word. Right, presumptuous. To presume, what would you think? <sighs> God damn it! Why? How is this important? It's, it's not important to learn more about our friend. That's also true. We uh, we just need time to finish the drink. I take a long drink. I, I, I got woken up by some random bird that was there, right? I was asleep. I got woken up by another bird that was there. And she seemed nice. And she seemed like she seemed like she was, was, was friendly with, with Elegy. That's it. I do, this is a privacy thing. You guys are making me say all this shit now, and I'm probably going to get in trouble later. Oh. It seems like gossip. We shouldn't have talked about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, why are you talking private? Just keep it to yourself, all right? Elegy's very private, and for some reason, I care what she thinks. I don't know why. I'll just tell does my she, friends, and that's it, and no one else. Does she have something on you? No. <laughs> what? Starla does. That's the one who's probably done something to me. Oh! Elegy just stares. With like a disappointing right, right. look of the cosmos. Of course, of course. Yeah. So we're not talking about that theology. Talking oh, about what? We most certainly wouldn't. Exactly. I finished. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, but like finishes his his drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh are we ready to go see uh Ruby? Um yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm ready. What, what, is, what is that? Okay. What is that? What's going on here, Marin? What, what does that mean? I can't tell anyone. Oh, my God. I'm so screwed. <laughs> what? I'm, no, but what I'm can't you tell us? That you told me to keep without the elegy seeing someone. Elegy seeing someone? <laughs> Yeah, but I'm keeping the secret. What secret? That's why I pretended that I didn't know, but I knew the whole time. She's not what? seeing someone. Oh my gosh. Just Who's seeing someone? Elegy had We're someone stay see- over at Elegy her house at night. Someone? At night. And, and they were there when Blibble woke up in the morning. Blibble was there too? Blibble was there too. But don't tell anyone, because it's a secret. What's a secret? Exactly. Of, we should go. Okay, we should go. I agree. What's she like? Who? So, uh, where's this ruby at? And <laughs> in, in the guild, uh, she told us. All right, well, let's go there. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, did we pay okay. for the drinks? Oh, no, we probably should. I got this one, friends, especially for the spicy gossip. Mm. She slaps one gold on the table. All right. Uh, Keep I think... the tips on it. She waves at the bartender. We're going and to the guild. That's yeah, about but waves on the way out. Like, God. <laughs> <clears throat> as you exit the last call, you notice as you ascend towards the upper spires of the city, that preparations are full underway. For it is the winter solstice. 
a truly auspicious day for magic users and I guess people fond of Arcana, as this is the day that the river freezes over, crystallizing the strongest motes of water magic, strong motes of arcane energy, allowing them to be plucked from the surface of the river. There's an entire festival surrounding this auspicious day as the river runs on the left side of town. And you're seeing sort of the full kind of um, pre pre-fair preparation, if that makes sense. People are hanging banners from the frosty lights that are kind of shedding that like soft glow in the misty air. And the fog hangs heavy around the city like a shawl, kind of chilling you all lightly as you step out of the warmth of the inn. But it looks lovely. It's kind of like a, a, a chilly blanket that's kind of descended over the city of Luftum. You can just barely see the lanterns on the large airships up above, whereas normally you can see the full airship silhouettes pretty clearly, but now they almost look like strange, almost jellyfish, kind of drifting lazily above you. It's about 1 p.m. in the afternoon, and you make your way to the Apothecary Guild Hall, the Floristic League as you know it now, and um, Marin flashes her badge unceremoniously, her large elephant head kind of bobbing up and down as she talks to one of the people kind of manning the gate and asks to see if Ruby is in. And then she takes you up the stairs that you didn't go up the last time into a sort of chamber where you see um, a medical wing where people are recovering from adventures gone wrong. And Presiding over it all, you see an Asimar, beautiful red wings kind of like cascading down behind her, feathers kind of fluttering as she goes about her business, kind of a little bit flustered and annoyed. She has imperious brows over cool pools of like blue that serve as her eyes. And her, the planes of her face have like kind of gold arcing down that then kind of turn into the gold of her hair. She whirls around as Marin comes in and just says, Marin, not now. I don't have time. No. And Marin's like, oh, but did you know that Elegy had a, oh, wait. That's not a really fun time uh, in the forest. Um, we just came back from a really cool adventure. Hi, how are you? I also realized I called it the Floristic League. It's actually the Cartographer's Guild that we're at. My bad. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, um. Right. Uh, and at this, you just see Ruby say, I don't want to hear your gossip. Not right now. But it's not gossip. It's news of a friend. You know, Elegy, right? Didn't Elegy take some lessons from you on how to set bones? Elegy had a friend in, in her, in her please quarters stop, at night. Please stop. Please Did stop. You know Aaron, stop. No, it's okay. Ruby's cool, though, Blibble. Ruby will keep a secret. I'm sorry," he says. "To we don't mean to bother you. We'll be we'll be quick. I hope so. I was hoping to take the night of the winter solstice off, and yet here I am working well past my shift. How can I help you? It does not look like you are bleeding or that anything is broken. Therefore, I must ask: Why are you wasting my time? I look. I um. look at Blibble to see if he's. And then I see he's not talking. Our friend here 
has uh, incurred a enchantment of sorts, and we're looking to remove it to make sure nothing is wrong. This is our ah. friend. I point to Blibble. Spending time with I thought I was just being paranoid, but what? Is your packer rotten? Is it going to fall off? Was it enchanted in a negative way? No. What? Why do you assume it's my packer out of the gate? Typically, when something is enchanted in an embarrassing fashion, it's because someone laid with someone that they were not supposed to lay with. Oh no! Hold on. That Blibble. You, you have a you have a pecker. I do too. And I point to my back and like a woodpecker says, "Like <laughs> he's wonderful." I call him Little Sprout. On the other shoulder, there's too? just like a squirrel with a dagger in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the camera zooms in on me, just looks at it menacingly, <laughs> eyes darting around, like <laughs> a new familiar of reds. <laughs> yeah. No, I, a whole bunch back there. There's nothing wrong with my packer. It, I just there was a deal that way when it entered into. He shook on it, and I thought I was being maybe just a little paranoid, but also given the person that did it and the circumstances, I felt strange. Upon further investigation, confirmed something's going on with me. I'm not crazy, so we're here to figure out what's going on. Um, yeah, because I, you know, I'd rather not be cursed or. Hurting away magically. You keep saying oh. curse. It's it's an enchantment. They're, they're different. Okay. Sure. Exactly. The turtle seems to know a little bit more than you do, despite your mm -mm, academic wardrobe. Give me your hand. We'll just ignore that little slight. Yeah. Hmm. She like waves a hand over it and suddenly you see runes appear kind of like lighting up your hand, almost like little threads of fire. Oh, yes. Um, Stardala's work, I presume. Yeah. Well, I can undo it, but uh, you'll probably run into issues of another kind. It's a uh, contract safeguard. You don't abide by the rules of the contract, then you know maybe your hand burst into flame. Mm. Thus, by marking you with shame forever. Ah, uh, is it the type of flame that can be put out? Uh, yes, it's just this kind of like anti-theft device. Uh, it will uh, hurt. And then leave your hand permanently purple so everyone knows you're liar, cheater guy. Oh. Listen, she's the one who hasn't done anything, and just she's the one who's screwing us with this contract, okay? Did Starla, you, you know Starla. Blibble? What? Did you read the contract? <sighs> Listen, I can't. Can't read it. In a, can't read that. I can read other Why stuff. Why can't, can't you read, read it? Because I was because I was kicked out before they taught me how to read this legal jargon. So you signed a contract, unable to read it. 
I was desperate. Obviously. I think I've proven that I'm useful. All the fighting we've done and me surviving, barely having a scratch. Except for this, of course, but that wasn't related. Do you know what the contract even says? Specifically? No, but I knew the gist, and since I'm desperate for trying to survive in the sense that I need to be able to put food in my mouth and make a living. Do you have a copy of the contract on you now? Yes. Maybe you should hand it to the fine young lady here and she could have a look. Would you... do you mind? I suppose I can take a look, yes. Okay. Here. Hands it to you. Mm-hmm. Let's see. We're going to make her have her make an investigation slash intelligence check. Please be intelligent. With advantage. <laughs> <laughs> she has a plus four, but I rolled a three. Oof. That's a seven. Cool. <sighs> yeah. She, like, reads it. And kind of like you notice like she's like super distracted as someone comes in with like a compound fracture and then she like looks back at it and then she's like, oh, well, you know, this seems pretty boilerplate, but you get the sense like she didn't truly take a look at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, she's going to take 30% off the top or something like that. Yeah, and it looks 30%? like a star like on track. What the hell? That was yeah, 15. 30%. Oh, well, here it says 30 there's probably some fine print you can look at to find a way out of it, but um, you know, for that you're probably going to need someone with a different skill set. Somebody who's more well-versed in law? Uh, me, I'm better at helping that. And she like kind of starts helping like a, a dwarf who's coming poking out of the skin. Can we, do, can we do anything about this? Uh, yes. She like smacks you on the head with one hand. Make a constitution save. Four. Yeah. You, four. you see a golden <laughs> handprint kind of like shine on your forehead for just a moment. And then you feel searing pain as the ward is removed, the glyph is removed. You take six points of fire damage, but your hand doesn't turn purple. Okay. That happens. There's just like, <laughs> like a hesitation and then. Oh, it's not that bad. Stop crying. I'm not crying. I went, ah, that's not crying. <laughs> it seemed like a cry. Look, no tears. Dry. <laughs> Are you okay? Flip Camera up. goes right to his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all right. Good. It's better than, you know, having your hand purple all, all for the rest of your life. So, does this mean we have to see Starla now, or are we, uh, well, we gotta, not start? How does this compensate, uh, Ruby here? Um, do you have an interest in Fennelfrons? Hmm? Do you like she open like your turns coat? around like <laughs> unceremoniously. You see her like um, her hands like throb, like th like sort of like thrumming with arcane magic 
um, you see her like unceremoniously like pull this dwarf's arm apart and like almost like put it back together while he's like screaming and biting down on a piece of wood. And she whirls around when she sees the fronds. Hmm. Oh, yes. These are very good. Where did you acquire? We went out on a whole adventure. Oh, brilliant specimen. The reason for the <gasps> Look at the striations in the leaves. Mmm, beautiful, beautiful. Exactly. Uh, I will take one. Taking more than that would be uh, very unethical. Um, I suggest you guard these well. They're very valuable. I know. But thank you. You don't have a payment for the... How many did you say? Well, with this one, I will consider it deposit. Uh, you have credit with the house. Thank you nice. very much. Five visits. Nice. Very good. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you do, for... Do you know the... the value of what you hold in your hand? Yes. It was, it was told to us. I, I just don't remember for myself, the player. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was told to us, though. Not in, like, monetary was value. It? Oh, actually, maybe not. Uh, the value... Uh, we we know it has some value to the guild, but not uh, what someone would pay to acquire these. No, each specimen easily worth uh, three to four gold, depending on the condition it's in, and the condition that these are in. Oh, spectacular! These easily worth six. Does Pat. that mean? That you help us with our other problems? If it's worth six. Well, she already gave us. I said five visits to come back. I mean, I don't know how much she charges. Well, I see her considering it, and so I stopped talking halfway through. <laughs> Make a persuasion check, Red. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait for this. This should work out great. By negative one. Ten. Ten. Hmm. Well. All right. With a ten, she'll help you, but there's going to be a cost. And she says, I need to do some shopping for my uh, significant other, uh, a person that I'm seeing uh, for the winter solstice. If you go do this shopping for me while I'm at work, once I'm done with my shift, I promise I will look over the contract, look through the fine print, and see if there is some way you can get out of paying Starla the 30%. Yes, of course. I love a good fetch quest. All right. Now, uh, I don't exactly know the type of thing they would like, so I'll just leave it to your judgment. Well, can you tell us about this significant other? Oh, well, uh, it's still kind of new. I don't want to really put a label on it. <laughs> certainly, certainly. I don't put a label on the thing I have with Blibble. He's a rather, um, um, wait, what? <laughs> she, like, pauses. Well, what? We're partners, you see. Oh. Friends. You're... We are friends. Associates. I thought we were partners. You kept saying we were partners. Pa we're all partners here. In the... Exactly. I'm done. In, in the sense that we're, quite, we're going on adventures together for this contract for the purposes of we are not romantically involved. 
Would you not say we're significant to each other? <laughs> it was just staring blankly. At Our dear friend like. here didn't say they were romantically. I didn't know romance was necessary. That's how they're taking it. When you one. say like a significant other in the sense that she's implying that she... <sighs> she implied nothing except mutual respect between two admiring individuals like me and the great oak tree <laughs> so about your person your your uh, significant other potential oh, well, significant um, other uh, i know it's early me think. what type of things do they like um uh well they are really famed hunter um they uh are um dwarven um uh well maybe you've heard of uh, barney very famous hunter do we know barney? i don't know barney barney who uh i think a full name is um what it was it again uh, barnabas your day who does it ring a bell you're seeing barnabas well, like I said, it's a little bit new, but uh, yes. They've been in and out of my uh, ward so much, you know, something developed over time. The first 17 times they asked me out, I was not interested, but, uh, you know. Wore you down, Diddy. That's what I do to trails. <laughs> um, Trails? Yes, in the woods. Fifteen or so times, you wear them down to a nice path. In this You're case, just precious. You remind me path. of my 650-year-old grandpapa. Oh, I might know him. <laughs> what was his name? Give me a history check with advantage, because this is hilarious. Uh-huh. Uh, with advantage... Is there a way that I do it with advantage that pops up on the screen, JP? No, not yet. All right, I got a 15 with advantage. There you go. Oh, yes. In fact, now you recognize her a little bit. You see some resemblance. You remember a famous healer amongst your people that wandered up into the north named Elgon. You mean Elgon? <gasps> Wait, you do know my grandpapa? What a rascal. He taught me everything I know about walking trails. Well, I, there's, it's, how old are you? <laughs> I stopped counting. Well, you know, he recently moved to this city. I know he used to live in the Wilderlands, but I felt uncomfortable with him living out there by himself in his old age. He has a cottage nearby now. What? I'll have to go visit. Oh, I'm sure he would be thrilled to see you, Red. Oh, stop it. Well, well we have to um, take your quest now. I was going to what say. What family would do? Yes, yes. Well, what should we get this trailblazer of yours? Um, well, I don't know. What type of people, what type of things do adventure adventurers like? 
I like look to the others. <laughs> I, we don't receive okay. gifts very often, so I don't. Uh, yes, I've never actually received a gift in my life. This is new to me. We'll think um, on it. I guess we'll have to figure that out. <laughs> Healing potions. No. <laughs> that's a boring. What? Gift. Oh. Um, a really nice dagger. Well, that's actually not, not bad. all adventurers like daggers, though. <sighs> what do adventurers like? Can I roll? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they like adventures. Uh, what would I roll to think about this? Can we all yeah, like, give roll me, at the same time? Or, or yeah, have give me an insight checks to see if you okay. can figure it out. Uh, all right. 12, 6. What do you roll, Max? Um, I roll thusly stalling for time and there it is a nine a nine mm. um well red you're the closest with the 12 you think probably something winter solstice themed would be cool since you know that one thing adventurers love is a change up in the rations and you know that around this time of year they make some pretty good whey breads and like snacks and things like that you wonder if you could get a I almost said pepperidge farms, like a like a gift basket or something like that. Some fridge pep farms. Ridge pepper ridge pepper farms makes the some best. sort of adventurous ridge pepper farm basket we could gather. Uh, some tasty treats that maybe your significant other hasn't tasted before. Like a, a basket full of gifts, is what you're saying. Yes, but edible gifts. Do you know if they have any um, dietary restrictions? Stuff they can't eat? Um, uh, like I said, this is a little bit new, so I, I, I actually don't. Okay, we'll just assume they can eat anything. It's a dwarf. I imagine they can eat, they eat stones sometimes, I hear. <laughs> I've known some dwarves that had uh, allergies to certain things. It's, you know, you don't want to kill the guy unless we do. How is it, Barnaby? No. Nice? What? What is? That's the second time you've mentioned today about killing. I don't know. My head's in a weird place. Thank you, Ruby. We will, we will get your friend, partner, whatever. No labels. A gift. I appreciate it. When you have it, I'll meet you after my shift, and then I'll look over your contract. Fantastic. We'll meet here. Yes. Outside the world. All right. We will see you soon. Come, my significant others. Let's go find a basket of gifts. Freddy's sake. Let's go. Come on. Let's get out of here. Yeah. So we leave. Uh, as we're walking out, can I do uh, a hiss? check to see if I remember any dietary restrictions that Barnabas had while we were adventuring. Yeah, go for it. This is your previous like guy that was a dick to you, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. 21, damn. Ooh, 21. 
Um, yeah, you know that he has an allergy specifically to shellfish, and that's it. So we're getting him shellfish. <laughs> Some delicious crab cakes. We're going to get him a gift of just a bunch of shellfish. <laughs> <laughs> just a really gross bag of shrimp. Yeah. Like, here you go. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. Uh, where are we headed then? Where do you... We need to go get a basket, I guess, first off, right? Down to the market, of course. Yes, we need a basket, and uh, we'll figure it out from there. What if we oh. sell one of the fronds for six whole gold, and then we use that six gold to buy a great basket? That's an expensive gift. That's very expensive. What kind of I'm food are we trying sure. to get? I don't really know how much things cost. I live in the forest. <laughs> Fair what enough. What could the cost of a basket be? Five, six gold? <laughs> <laughs> maybe a silver at most. I, uh, depends on a how finely woven it is. Yeah, it's food. It's like you, you eat it and then it's gone. You don't eat baskets, Blibble. The stuff in the basket. Uh, also, we're we're talking about Barnabas? the actual basket. Yes, yes, I know him. He's I, the guy you I, don't like. He's a dickbag. Why are we doing this? It's, it's. I don't dislike him. He dislikes well, me. I dislike him. He's an asshole. If the basket's big enough, maybe Ruby could carry this dwarf around in it. And if it's fancy enough, he might want to be in there. A dwarf would be upset about being carried around, especially one like Barnabas. You don't know that about this. Don't make assumptions. I'm not. I think he does. He, he actually spent time with this Barnabas. Yes. So. Really? Well, he was the one in the bar that was rude to me, Red. Do you remember? Before we set out? I'll be honest, I don't. That's fine. I didn't expect you to. I just wanted to give you the chance. How was just he believed to you? Uh, in every way. Trying to pick a fight, talking about his past and how everything Dove, you know, uh, touches goes we to don't need to absolute crap. The he's a waste of a person. Blibble, please, blibble. That he's just an absolute blibble. mess. Blibble. With that. <laughs> yes. That does sound terrible. He did say all those Can't things. Can't believe but he it's called fine. you an he absolute mess of a person. The thing. <sighs> He lost his uh, wife during that, and so I'm glad he has moved on. Perhaps oh. this is uh, a new leaf for him, as you say, Red. I do so say that it, often. He wasn't always uh, a douche, because he, he really, I did not like him. I was going to fight him in that bar. You, I thought you were going to say you were going to kill him. Well, you've improved. It wasn't off the table. Okay. Sometimes you I'm just go around killing people. Why? <laughs> You've mentioned it twice today, Blibble. It just needs to be said. Right. Sure. <sighs> if anything, you guys should think that's a good thing because if things go down, I'm ready to go there if we need to. Got your back all the way is what it means. Yes, that's what significant others do for each other. I agree. <laughs> exactly. Right, we are certainly ride or die, right, Dove? Sure, yes, 
Yes. It's not too fast. But maybe. I'm saving my Warhammer figures for my cat. <laughs> As you do. You have to do that. Maybe if we procure this gift and it's something special, this rivalry between the two of you will subside and this dwarf will find love again and all will be right with the world. Yeah, but it's, it's a, a very from basket. It'll be a gift from Ruby, which means he wouldn't know that it's coming from Dove. Kind of defeats the whole purpose. Well, perhaps uh, this spirit will move him to not be so rude, perhaps. He's uh, allergic yes. to shellfish, if I recall. He hated them uh, on our first trip out. So we should get some shellfish. No, we don't want to ruin this for Ruby. I don't think we should. All right. I just threw it out there. I just wanted to see. I We're going to help them. Yes, I agree. We should help. That should be the plan of action. All right, well, let's go to the market. The but market. imagine if you did give him shellfish and then his face got all red and puffy. And then Ruby had to save his life. And then, oh, we wouldn't then they would fall in love. And then I don't think that's how that works. Nope. Oh, but now, like, that's a thing. I've read some fancy books with half naked peoples on the covers read, and that's almost always how it works. I've read those books too. I think I wrote a few a couple hundred years ago. (laughs) Wrote romance novels? Fred, you didn't No, no, Fred, that's. Duff! Red. Are you telling me I didn't write a complete novel named One Night with the Ogre Queen? I'm pretty sure I did. That did not happen, Red. Those were your mother's journals left over. You did not write those. You read them. And I told you not. Red. <laughs> right. They got published anyway. I funded How a whole remember reconstruction this? of a forest grove <laughs> off of that money. He has selective memory, I swear. I swear, some of the stuff he just pulls out of that shell of his. Oh, Can't my what he shell? Had for breakfast. Hold on, I've got uh, all sorts of things in here. Can I roll to see if I can pull out a basket? Yeah, yes, yes. Um, just give me a like a luck roll, like a bear d20. <laughs> That's an you pull out a small foraging basket full of mushrooms and berries. Maybe we could use this. Well, let me see it. Is it a nice basket? You said it's small bronze, but is it? I hand it over. Is it yeah, finely woven? It's, it's, a, it's a little small, but it is nice. It actually has like a Studio Ghibli kind of charm to it. Red, where did this come from? What's the story behind this one? I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. I kind of just kept it back there in case we ever needed a basket. Look at us now. You keep telling me, don't save things, Red. You'll never need it, Red. There's no reason to keep that, Red. Well, look who is the wrong one now. Red, I've never said that to you ever. I'm pretty sure someone said that to me. It wasn't me. Who else have I been talking to? It wasn't me. I haven't known you that long. It must have been Elegy. Maybe. 
That sounds right. Sure. Well, we have a basket. What should we be filling? Dwarves like meats and uh, maybe a nice... Could put a rock or something in there. <laughs> Probably loved rocks. Uh, I mean, just in case he doesn't, let's get something that's actually mel- known as like more edible for everybody. An edible rock? They make those? Let's say maybe an edible arrangement of rocks. So something that looks like a rock, but it's not. Maybe. Maybe some sort of. Let's go to the market. Why, why are we speculating here? This is. Well, it's good Urgh. to have a plan. So we start to walk towards the market as I explain the Begin importance of a plan. To walk towards the market. You're currently in the Zephyr ring of the city, home to guild quarters of all kinds, including the Floristic League and the sort of repository of cartography, which you're walking past now. And you go to the market that is usually frequently sort of uh, used to stock the guilds nearby so it is a little bit nicer but there is also a small makeshift winter solstice market that has cropped up next to the regular market that has weapons and armors and things like that here amongst the stalls you see that they are like decorated with kind of these like um almost like candy cane style striped uh uh, red and blue pennants that kind of like waft off of the the four corners of the carts and stuff like that. Give me uh, perception checks to see like what you what catches your eye first. Great. All of us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Rolled a nine. Red a thirteen. Three. We are a three. Truly awful. In this really bad. <laughs> Not very today. good. Yeah. Very bad rolls today. Yeah. It's it's a sort of barrage for the senses. And so you almost get a little distracted. Blibble, you smell a delicious stew kind of being poured into like these flaky, crusted, like savory pies in a corner. You almost like float on the, you know, like cartoon style on the smell yeah. towards it. Dove, drift away like you're distracted <laughs> by wonders of the Fey realm that remind you of, of back home. You see like one or two items that are imbued with fey magic from one of the stalls near you. Um, and it's actually a decorative dagger stall. Like they have like a number of different spell casting focuses and magic daggers that have kind of like propped up in this like special winter stall. And Red, <clears throat> you notice with a 13, an old friend, an elderly Asimar, a lot of the, a lot of the like, um, beautiful like red feathers from his from his his um winged back almost look like they are a little battered and rougher worn. Uh, the blonde hair is is turning silver rapidly at the temples, and the once imperious brows actually droop down his face now, kind of blending in with his beard a bit. And you see him walking along, and as he walks along, uh, with like one like sort of gnarled branch as a as a sort of walking stick, you see him go, "Oh, those meat pies smell delicious." Do I? What is this character's name? Do I know this person? You oh, recognize God. him as Elgon, the gentleman you're referring to as Ruby's great great grandpapa. Well, I'll be Elgon, you meat 
fighting crazy bird. <gasps> well, I'll be. Red, is that you? Oh, boy. I hope it's not anyone else. <laughs> oh, Red. <laughs> he comes over and gives you, like, a big hug. Kind of like patting Michelle. Oh, yeah, Michelle. I squeeze him. <laughs> you hear his back crack, but not in an alarming way, like in a good way. <laughs> How have you been? I heard oh. you were in town. I just moved in. I hate it. Right? There's so Too much going people. on here. What Too are many people? What are walls and why are they everywhere? And why do people need four of them? What's wrong with just a roof and some sticks? Back in my day, a good lean-to was all you needed. And most of the time, we were the ones doing the leaning. <laughs> <laughs> Should we split off from them? Or do you think I'm okay with that? Oh, mm. these okay. are my oh, significant hey, others. Yes, nice. Hey. Oh, yeah, we're fr friendly friends. I am Dove. This well, level. I won't go putting labels on it. No need to. When you have others as significant as these two. Well, Hi. Yes, nice to meet you. What do you find yourselves in the market for? We're not sure. We, we're trying to get some some uh, something nice for a friend of ours for their... For their friend. Their friend. Yes. Mm. I bet you know who it is. Well, oh. no, Red, that's not very nice. What do you mean? Of course he's going to want to know his great-great-granddaughter is doing well. What? Is it a for Ruby? Oh, when Ruby was little, her favorite treat was Grandpa Ninny's summer sausages. Well, along with the fondue, and then you take a stick and you dip a slice of the sausage into the dew, and you do the dew. Oh, it was oh. so good. Also, there was this potato dish where they would put <gasps> cheese in it. So much cheese. And then they'd oh. take a spoon and they'd like kind of pour. Oh, the cheese. And it was oh. like potato cheesy goodness. It's true. Cheese is such a good gift. One of the best. You're right. Everyone loves cheese. Except those that are allergic to it, of course. But yes. Yes. What kind of monster is allergic to cheese? <laughs> I love cheese. If you're I mean, allergic to tell cheese. Certain people can't eat bread. <laughs> What's next? Nuts? <laughs> Back in my day, people weren't allergic to anything. Not they were anything. just healthier. Yep, except for maybe pollen. 
Mm. Oh, get up in my nose and make me say something fierce. <laughs> you think you'd be uh, very, very used to pollen? Actually, I hate it. Flowers are <gasps> nice, but true. Well, have you tried talking to the pollen? All you have to do is just be nice to it, and it'll be nice to you. Have you ever tried talking to a baby? It's roughly the same thing. Okay, <laughs> <sighs> you didn't get what I was doing there. Um, you have I to be more direct. I'm not sure I have a little help. Nope. Let's just... Cheese is a good start, I'd say. Maybe some nice meats and cheeses. Yes. It should be a lot of that right now, especially with the soldiers going on. Oh, a, yes. You, you've been here. Yes. What's a good solstice meat? Oh, I would say the reindeer sausage is pretty good this time of year. That sounds good. They grind it up and then they add peppers and it warms you up from the inside out. How old are you, by the way? Just, I, I don't want to. I don't mean to be rude, but. I'm 782. Right, that makes sense. You don't look a day over 500. Oh, Red. You don't look a day over 300. <laughs> That's why I always liked you. Um, Red, give me a, yeah, give me a, uh, we'll do like a charisma saving throw with advantage. Charisma saving throw? Oh my God. This is going in a very strange All direction. Right. With advantage, with it advantage. is uh, 16. 16. That's enough. You know, Elgon like leans into you and he goes, Red, seeing you again has made me feel young. I want to give you something. Oh, you don't have to give me anything but your friendship. But you're significant to me. And I <gasps> want to give you a token of our significant othership. Well, I have to accept it now, my significant other. Will you be... My significant other. And he holds forward like a little ring. Um, it's like, it looks to be made of brass, kind of intertwining over gold, kind of braided together carefully. My goodness, this looks so significant. Well, of course I have to be. After all these years of help, I need some, I'd be a fool not to take this. And uh, yeah, he takes the ring and he kind of like puts it in the back of his shell <laughs> with all the other things. Doesn't even like try to. As you put it back with your magical awareness, you do feel that it is a magical ring as you carefully put it inside your shell. An old guild ring, perhaps, from when Elgon was a proud guild member. 
I'll keep it with me always. Mm. I'll leave you to your shopping then. Grandpa Ninny's is down the Who? way. The Who best is down the way? Grandpa Ninny. Grandpa they've Ninny. They've got meat and they've got cheese. See, that's like right. An that's, all in one stop. Yes. That's like exactly what we were just talking about and looking for. Well, then. thank you. Thank you, old friend. Blibble, lead the way. Pleasure meeting you. All right. Ple nice meeting you, Mr. Mr. Elgon. Sir. Okay, I he think it's over this way. Yeah, come over here. Drawing his shawl closer over his shoulders. You walk down a cobblestone street and you hear it and smell it before you see it. The storefront, that is. Lines and lines of people lined up. That's a one way to yep. say that. In front of a bustling storefront, the top of the facade of which is like a, a halfling with like a twirled mustache and a big sort of beard. And um, you see that he's like holding a cup of coffee and almost by magic steam is like coming out of the cup of coffee and forms the word ninnies there are people clamoring you smell like the meat and cheese there's like a patio that's like packed with a waiting list of people sitting there enjoying like hot coffee hot chocolate with like fondue fountains kind of being brought around and um, as you kind of wait in line for what seems like an eternity, eventually you make your way to the front where a very disgruntled half-elf says, hello, welcome to Grandpa Ninny's. What can I get you today? Well, what? what, uh, what you, Turtle, yes. What can I get you? Well, we're new here. What, uh, what, do, you, what do you have besides the meats and uh, cheeses? We know that, but uh, what's uh, your, your best item? Zuh. Our most favorite or most popular item is the dark chocolate and uh, what is it? Lingonberry uh, christening log, something like that. Um, we've also got a new ghost pepper fondue. Um, you know what? It's here. It's on the menu. If you want to just step aside and I can help the person after you while you, while you uh, figure certainly. out what you want. Do you provide samples, perhaps? Yes, of course. What would you like a sample of? I, I slowly look down at the menu and just hand it back to her. Can we have a sample of all of this? <sighs> yes, of course. Yes, you can have a sample of everything. Yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. Busiest day of the year. Yep. Great. I will Thank be you. right back with your samples. Fantastic. I turn to Blibble and, and Red. We're getting a sample of everything. We'll try it individually and rate it, and then whatever rates the highest, we'll put in the gift basket. Hmm. Okay. I think... <laughs> okay. <laughs> God, I hope they don't spit in the food. <laughs> Why would they spit in the food, Blibble? I know you guys, you're not used to this, but, like, this is really a very busy time, and you just asking for a sample of everything is very much annoying to them. And I don't know if you picked up on that. Because they have, look at all these people that are trying to get food. And then you're sitting there going, we will have a sample of 
everything. And that doesn't even necessarily lead to a sale. Well, how do you it's know what you want unless food you at that try point. everything on the menu? Then you I'm with you normally, decision. but right now, <laughs> situational and spatial awareness is just something that would be really valuable right now. I'm aware. But I'm with you. I, I don't know. I've never been here before. Right. So we need to try everything. Okay. Just be very nice. I, I'm always well, You know what? Nice. It's for Barnabas. Fuck that guy. I don't care. Be as rude as you want. Well, we're trying the food before we, we're not giving all the samples to Barnabas. We're going to have you try the food, Blibble. Why me? You're from the city. I don't know what's good and what's not. We eat. That's right. I'm from the city. That means I'm the only one that knows what tasting things is like. (laughs) I see my logic is not very strong in that, but we eat things from the forest, not this, uh, you know, process. We'll all take a nibble and then get some to blibble. (laughs) You just had, okay. I had to rhyme it. Nibble, blibble. No, I understand. We'll, she comes we'll back. Pay her more for her time. Yes. I understand what with you're saying, Blibble. Like, we'll turn around. She and, comes and back with her. with twelve like bamboo shoots, each with like a square of cheese on it. And she hands there's three of you. She hands four to each of you. These are our seasonal specials. Um we have more, but you can try these and see if any of them are up to snuff first, maybe. Um yeah. Uh, here we've got uh, the very first one is our cranberry Stilton. Um, and then here is our uh, black currant Wensleydale. Um, this one is our honey brie. And then uh, this one right here is just like our seasonal raclette. It tastes good melted on bread. Um, and then to go along with it, I also have some of our more like savory pairings um this is our in-house uh, grandpa Nini's famous pretzel um this one here is our dried fig um toast rounds um here we have our traditional baguette and then here we have our all wheat uh crackers uh that come with a sesame seed dusting and, and the, the meat over and red's hands are already empty. right the meats. I will be right back with the meats. I promise you we're going to get something. They just uh, We're getting a gift to somebody. We know it's busy. Sorry. Thank you for your time. <laughs> I don't know about the two of you, but that wasn't tasty at all. <laughs> you already ate it all? Why would you eat? <laughs> it was Red. pointy. I don't understand why they put those sticks in there. You got to take the stick out. That's just to make it convenient for people to eat it. He, What's he, convenient about sticking sticks and cheese? Not everybody has giant, you know, hooves. What do you call these? Hands, what do you call these it? Are hands. hands? You have exactly. some. Hands. These are hands. Yes. I mean, what do you look call like this. it? I call it a hand. Um. Look at, but see the difference between he holds his hand like next to uh, Can you next not to pick up cheese like this? Well, but I don't think I have smaller digits. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, it's convenient to just be able to. Did it taste good? No. No, I think my mouth is bleeding. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. And all those flavors combined. 
It, there was no profile. It made no sense to me. You know, I gotta be honest with you guys. When we first met and we entered into uh, going on this adventure together, I had no goddamn clue this is where we would be. Somehow I knew it's exactly where we'd be. I'm just happy we're here. At that point, I turn around. Are people just like building a line behind us and getting more and more upset that we've yes, not done anything? You see, yeah, you see like a baby elf behind you going, Mommy, Mommy, I'm hungry. And the mom is like, Sorry, baby. Some people are just assholes. <laughs> Hold on. I'll recognize I take like- some of Blibble's cheese. <laughs> here you go, little one. Watch out for the sticks. Red, uh, okay. The little elf that like child was it. crying. <laughs> the, the worker comes back in her apron with like her sort of company knit cap that's like striped, just like the the halfling on the sign outside in like green and white. Um, and as she comes back, she was like meets, and she like fans the the like the 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 sticks with like the samples on them in front of you all for you to grab them Uh, thank you thank you uh and uh, the prices of these are those on the menu um we have a few different ways you can buy them piecemeal or you can buy like a sampler with your 12 favorite items um and that'll only be three gold for the biggest size you can get the smallest size for 50 silver all right. Well, we'll go make our decision, and then, then we'll be back. Thank you. Feel free to help your... these other people. Oh my goodness! Please. Uh, okay. Yes, I will. Red uh... takes his his. Wait. Red what? takes his food and begins to walk through the line, handing people, like, thank you for waiting. Uh, thank you for waiting. Red, no, you you don't work here. We need. We were supposed to taste those. Uh, I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat meat. It's fine. Okay. Uh, Here you go. Little, uh, the two of us can decide. He wasn't going okay, to. Okay, I'll be over here. He's just hand- <laughs> taking the tray. And he's just handing it out to random strangers now. Yeah. Um. As the person waiting on you, like, like lines up shots of, like, uh, small shot glasses and then pours, like, melted chocolate over the top of them for a waiter to take away, uh, she points unceremoniously to, like, four meats that are indiscernible because she does it so quickly. And she's like, uh, that one's ice troll blood, black pudding. Uh, that's our winter kielbasa. Uh, that's our orange peel shoeblig. And um, that right there is our um, extra spicy chorizo. And then she like walks away with another tray. I once fought an ice troll named chorizo. Remember that dove? Read that didn't. You've, no, I'm pretty he sure makes this stuff up, right? Like a lot he of does. it. I want to say, like at least half of it is made up. Uh, it's, oh, it's, I'm pretty sure that happened. He gets that from his mother and her books. That's why they were. Or maybe like spicy ice troll. That one. Some of it happened, but then he hears other words and he just pastes the words onto that. That's yes, that's probably true. Uh, Blibble, we should uh, decide on this. Uh, how would you like to yeah, rate these one by one or just try them all and say what's best? For the love of God, just pick something. I think the best is to go one by one and really evaluate 
each note of flavor. Because I honestly, oh think, my god, you just hear I think the first <laughs> If Starla is watching and if she has some sort of you know uh, magical essence, and she, I think she's really gonna enjoy this. I think this is gonna make really good content for her. Very well. The first item, and I think that we could probably go to a break. Because <laughs> we're going to try each item one by one between me and Blimple. And <laughs> As the party samples each meat and cheese one by one, painstakingly pointing out its notes and undertones as though it were a fine wine, and the shop the, pe- the shop is full of people that are getting progressively rowdier despite Red's attempts to assuage them. Uh, that'll be where we take our first break so that you can also enjoy some meats and cheeses of your own. So you can also take a break yeah. from this. Yeah, take a break. Have a break from us uh, on this break. Not how I expected this episode to go at all. <laughs> uh, I think you did. I think you know what you've done. I think <laughs> this is your doing. We'll be right back after this and welcome back so you managed to leave the shop well what do you pick actually actually as we come back i think we're all agreed we got to try them again because that was not enough to figure out what we (laughs) should i ask for another uh sample uh, for all of us well for the two of us we don't reds i don't know what red's doing red Red is like Red. <laughs> half a block away. What? How do we? We don't see Red. That's <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, you see, he stands out because he's a giant turtle, but he's he's like very he's far down and probably because the crowd is somehow very he's loud. procured more somehow. And he's just it's, got these samples. He like is essentially working for them. Yeah, I, I would think they just gave you samples to pass out because you were already doing it, and they don't mind the extra help around the hall. Little gnomes keep coming up and bringing me more. <laughs> I'm just walking <laughs> around the tray, like thrilled about it. Yeah, yeah. Blibble, uh, have you seen Red? I I must have misplaced him while we were ranking these or attempting to. We're not done ranking. He was giving out samples i don't know how he has more if he he I, little like strains to look like i think i see him down there as you like strain to look place. give me a deck save what the oh <laughs> got a 19 suck it it's a good <laughs> thing you're you're like peering like this as you're able to dodge a like dinner roll thrown at your head as someone is like, for the love of God, just buy your meat and go. <sighs> okay. Wait, uh, right, you, uh, you, which, what is best? We tried them all, but we can't decide. What do you prefer? <laughs> Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> this person is like really annoyed with you. Sure. I have plus nine. Surely this can't go bad. 22. Mm-hmm. She sighs exasperatedly. It's like a tiefling and comes up and she's like, well, does your friend like spicy stuff or do they like not spicy stuff? Can I make a quick history check to know? Yeah, go for it. 11. Um, You vaguely remember them having a spice tolerance, but you don't remember if they liked spicy food. I would say they enjoy it, but not too spicy. How sp- It's not that spicy, is it? 
Um, listen, you can't really go wrong with honeybree baguette, and it'll pair beautifully with this orange peel shoe blig. A shoe what? They're they're gonna eat a shoe. shoe? Blig. It's a it's a, it's a type of it's a type of beef pork milk spices. You know, tastes good grilled. Oh, we were supposed to know what that is. Did we try that one? Did we try that one? I don't. Should we get another sample? Let's just go with it. Let's just go with what they want, because otherwise I feel like people are going to start one of each. And then, you know, um, if you get the full sizes, it'll fill this basket you're holding and it'll only cost you two golds and you're done. You know, well, that sounds pretty. Why wouldn't they just tell us that beforehand? Blipple, that was much easier than trying them all one by one and using this rating system that we've developed. I don't, I don't know. Let's just move on. I'm so tired of trying food. Oh, okay. Well, here, you paid for it. You have the, the gold, and uh, I'll go collect red. All right. We'll get the same thing with the... Pretend he's saying the right words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yes, here you go. All right, we've got one shoe blig, one rick of honey brie, and one baguette. That's two gold. Here it is. Um, normally, I would offer gift wrapping, but um, I'm not going to. Please take your food and leave. Thank you. Okay, next. thank you. And the next person comes strolling up with a small child until it's like, Mommy, I'm so hungry. <laughs> I know, baby. I'm sorry. You know, some people are just assholes. All right, we'll have, and that's the last thing you hear as you're leaving the shop. Great. I'm going to find Red. As you leave Blibble, people clap. (laughs) (laughs) Blibble goes, thank you. Thank you. We figured it out. We got the shoe, Blake, everybody. You hear one dwarf from the back go, you suck. (laughs) Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate you. <laughs> and you catch up with Red and Dove. Uh, oh. is, he, is he like at the yeah, ass what is, of the line? What is Red doing? Like, what do we find? What do we stumble upon Red? Yeah, uh, you see me at the end of the line, standing in the line. Red, we're, we're done. What are you in line for? Oh, I was waiting to get back up to you. That's okay. We've talked about how lines work, Red. That's you can just walk up. You're with our group. You can. The lines seem very angry at someone I didn't want to cut. Well, Blibble mentioned that he was going to kill another person. Now the third time today. So. When did I say that? A lot of times. Well, you said it. You, you were there. You said, "Man, this is so good. I would kill someone for this meat." Those words never came out of my mouth. He's lying. I was there. You need to talk to someone, Blibble. No. I'm fine. Are you sure? Sound a little angry to me. Others do for each other. Let's just go give this fucking meat and cheese and bread to, to Ruby so that way she can give it to somebody who doesn't deserve it. And then hopefully we gain favor with them so that way we can continue to have adventures and have them give us more uh, services for the exchange. Okay. Are you okay? I don't think he's okay. When are you guys my therapist? We're your friends. 
okay. I'm just, what? You sound upset. There is actually Ever something since... actively like digging at Blibble, but he's not willing to share. <laughs> I mean, we're going to keep digging until we... The, yeah, what's the... Ever since this whole elegy business was brought up, you've been very uncomfortable. Oh, it has nothing to do with elegy. Fine. Not a big deal. Do, oh, move forward. It has nothing to do with elegy. Is it one of us? No, it has nothing to do with you guys. Let's just go. I'll be okay. Do we need to find another person to figure out what is wrong? Yes. No. Probably someone in the guild that could help with this. Certainly, tis the season. Listen, what I'm say. not going to talk about it in detail. Okay, so just can we move on? But you're can saying summarize. something is barring, uh, bothering you. Yes, we don't need details. Oh my just god! A quick summation. All right, so I just got a flashback from when I was a child. Okay, there in the market. That's it. With something that I don't want to talk about. Were you picked on? But I will be okay. Were you picked on as a child, Blibble? Who isn't picked on? I wasn't picked on. Were you picked on, Dove? Oh, uh, um, yes and no. For different reasons. What reasons were those? We're not dealing with my problems here. This is Blibble's problem. We're not dealing with mine either. I'm just sharing the bare minimum right now so we can move on. Seems to me like we should deal with both of these problems and perhaps come to some satisfying special conclusion. Some kind of holiday special conclusion. <laughs> I'm not following. What makes you say that? Look around you. It's the perfect time to resolve those issues. Well, now that you mention it, Red, I've been feeling real blue around this time. What with me not growing up with a whole lot of strong parental figures who weren't able to give me all the gifts that I deserved, I thought, as a child. And gee, it would sure be nice if I was able to can I make an insight Rectify roll to see if he's bullshitting? <laughs> of course, yeah. Twelve. <laughs> insight versus are you are you lying, Blibble? I am lying. <laughs> yeah, make a deception check. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dove, you see right through it. Yeah, I just interrupt. Red, he's lying to us. Blibble. No, no, I think we should really spend no, don't lie to us. You don't have to hide your feelings away. We're 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 significant others. Mm -hmm. significant. Yeah, I know. Significant. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah I don't. Yes. I still haven't known you guys for that long for us to have group therapy sessions right now. We were almost eaten by worms together. That is true. What were you doing, by the way? Were you just giving free samples to everyone in that line? You can't change the subject, Blibble. I can and I did. I oh. did give free samples. It was my job. No. Were they just you bringing now you more? Red is wearing one of the uniform caps. <laughs> <laughs> the blue and white striped crap cap of Grandpa Ninu's. 
They gave I you. had a tray. I figured it was my job to do it. I saw the gnomes. They were doing the same thing. I'll, I'll uh, pluck the, the cap from uh, Red's head and put it in the basket. He'll like this, I think. Well, I mm. liked it. A souvenir. Yeah, you didn't even ask him of the special hat. Well, it would have gone in a shell and lost for all eternity. But speaking of that, what was that thing that uh, your your friend gave you? It was a. Oh, it was a ring, the kind of ring one gives to a significant other. I know it won't mean much to you now, but maybe one day you'll think back kindly on us, Blibble. And remember us as your significant other. I give Blibble the ring. Oh Wow. Blibble's like, oh, okay, thank you. And then can I roll to see if, if I notice that, like, you know? Yeah, you can roll um, either a history check or arcana check. Let us do arcana. God, can I just roll anything? Good. <laughs> That's a six. It's the worst winter solstice ever. <laughs> yeah, you feel magic thrumming from it, um, but you're not sure the nature of that magic or the school mm. of that magic. Hmm. Okay. You could still. Put it on and attempt to attune to yeah, it. Yeah, Blibble just looks at considers it for a second because he knows something's going on with this. And he's like, mm-hmm. thank you, Red. Like, because it goes from his demeanor goes from like, oh, thank you. And then like, oh, wow, cool. This is nice. And then he goes, puts it on. Yeah. And he disappears. As you put it on, you <laughs> feel it like um, kind of like almost like, like, almost like magnet if that makes sense like you, you put it halfway on your finger and then you feel it just yeah. like slips the rest of the zis- the distance on its own and you feel your hands kind of tingle a little bit kind of like they fell asleep and now they're waking back up um and you obtain elgon's guild signet um from his time in the guild this allows you to cast uh which is it entangle um, it has three charges. It regains one D3 expended charges daily at dawn. While wearing it, you can expend one charge to cast Entangle uh, with a save of 13. This basically, to read the Entangle spell, grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square, starting from a point within range. For the duration, these plants turn the ground in the area into difficult terrain. A creature in the area, when you cast a spell, must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. A creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC. In this case, it's a 13. On a success, it frees itself. Well, there's when the, the spell ends, the conjured plants <laughs> wilts away. So if it's a guild insignia or mm-hmm. signet, Mm-hmm. Are you like part of the guild now? Did I just give what? you the greatest Christmas gift of all? I'm sorry, solstice gift of all. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. I mean, it's 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 possible. You gave me the greatest gift that you, now he's a guild member, full and true. 
<laughs> but it wasn't the guild membership that was the gift. It was the friendship that he discovered. <laughs> you've you've gotten admitted to the we greatest guild like, of all. We got like an hour fifteen left. You can't do the summation. The guild of friendship. <laughs> like this early. It's we got seventy five well, minutes. JP. And so it was that our party <laughs> members realized that the real meaning of winter solstice <laughs> was the time they spent together. And the Love's friendship heart grew three sizes that day. Be <laughs> blibbles. Thanks, guys, for watching the show. I appreciate you. Uh, I guess I'll start us out with shoutouts. <laughs> all the all the little gnomes get together like. Solstice, solstice. <laughs> Does the woodpecker like drop out? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the song should be like, like, you're my significant other. You're my significant <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone's everyone's significant other. Does the squirrel like go meet another squirrel instead of trying to stab him, like offer him a nut? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, they both the black yeah. brain, they like circles and then they both have knives and then share each other's knives. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> share each, each other's knives? knives? What is that? They, yeah, hand they each like other put one? down a knife like and pick trade. up the other knife. Yeah, yeah no, they Christmas. both come up. They both come up looking like vicious with their knives in their in their in their mouths. <laughs> like, and you think for a second they're gonna fight, and then one of them goes and lays the knife down for the other, and then the other one reciprocates, and they trade yeah. knives because they're yeah. gifts. And then right. snow starts falling perfectly, landing yeah. one like on Red Jasper's nose. <laughs> and then Blibble hears Blibble, Blibble, <laughs> Blibble. What? what? You, you, you weren't with us. <laughs> I'm sorry. My mind wandered. It must be an effect of the ring. Yeah, I, it's definitely some, some, some magic on with this. this nice ring. Thank you. Hmm. You're welcome. What do, do you know what it does? I'm Shouldn't pretty just sure put on rings. That's a bad habit to form. So do I actually know? Or are you just telling me the player? No, you, you have an, you have a sense. Like you feel like, yeah, in fact, we could even say you use it and see the vines kind of burst out for a moment. Sure. It'll be like, I'm pretty sure I'm not a hundred percent, but that's eh, it. Let's try it. And she just goes, what? Mm -hmm. uh, then it happens whatever too happens. late yeah mm -hmm. just entangled entangles nearby, nothing like, yeah nearby like uh, uh the ground sprouts with like these entangling vines that look actually somewhat familiar to you red and you remember algon kind of being um the type of the type of person that would like the, it, it's imbued with his magic specifically does it hit someone in line, the same people that were bitching? And they're just like, oh, come on. Away. I will not one, harass this of... line. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, this is not how we die. I hate shopping around this time. Oh, my God. <laughs> run. Oh, my God. Run. They're here again. Why won't they leave us alone, Mommy. <laughs> The three of us are just walking with our backs to all this happening as we leave the market <laughs> with just destruction in our wake at the poor, poor meat and cheese place. I think we're going back to Rosie. Is that right? Ruby? Ruby. Yes, Ruby. Sorry. 
with uh, the basket in tow, filled your with basket. the sweet meats and uh, succulent cheeses, mm-hmm. and a cap. You <laughs> and a cap. Yeah, is the cap red? No, it's blue and white and striped. Oh, okay. That's a cheap cap. Cap kind of mm-hmm. sucks, but mm. it's fine. <laughs> it's a it's an employee uniform cap, so well, it's not it's not the fanciest. Sorry, Grandpa ninnies. Yeah. You walk back to the the cartographers guild and find your way to like some small circular tables, kind of underneath. Um, this like uh, beautiful, this beautiful like skylight that was in the guild hall that you noticed before, and you're kind of like on one of the balconies overlooking the main foyer, and you notice Ruby is like sat at one of the tables, kind of sort of like taking her lunch or or you know the end of her shift like meal. She's kind of like hastily eating like a heel of bread um, with a glass of milk as she's like pouring over some notes of her own. Um, as you approach, she kind of looks relieved and she's like, oh, thank God. I wasn't sure if you were going to come back or not. Well, a deal is a deal, of course. Uh, we, Blibble put this together all by himself. He did quite the job. <sighs> oh, my goodness. It's so festive. It's lovely. It's perfect. Yeah, even got a hat uh, out of the uh, employee. It's very nice. I appreciate we try, try to make me look good. Uh, we all put this together. Well, yeah, all of us, like, glanced at Red for a second. <laughs> the whole thing. We put a lot of care into this. So hopefully they like it. It's perfect. If they don't like it, it tells me more about them than it tells me about you. Thank you so much. It smells delicious. And she, like, takes the basket from you and, like, puts it next to her. All right, let's take a look at this contract. You go. And she pours over the contract. This time taking extra time to look at the fine print. And she says, ah, here we go. Now with Starla, she does always use the rules, but I think I may have found something that can help you. Now, here it says that Starla would be entitled to 30% of your earnings as your agent. Now, there are certain rules that an agent would have to abide by. One is bringing you the contract, which Starla admittedly did. But here it says she also has to provide all of your provision and provisions and outfitting needs. Did she fulfill that requirement? She did not. Absolutely not. She basically said, here's the contract. Better not screw me. Um, Starla gets her 15% or 30%, whatever it is. I thought it was 15%. Is that 30 in there? Mm, yes, it says 30. Well, there's something else here, too. It says that as your agent, um, she would be required to sponsor your application to the guild upon uh, the successful completion of the contract, which, based off of the fact that you were able to collect the front specimens, means that uh, you're about to deliver this contract in good faith. So I see it as one of two things. Either you can say that she failed to meet her requirements as an agent and therefore did not earn her 30%. Or you could pay her the 30% and be accepted into the Floristic League yourselves. Because she would have to sign off on and sponsor you as your agent, especially after she accepts the 30%. Mm. Mm. 
Well, I mean, if it means we can get into the the, the, the um, guild, um, maybe it's worth it just doing the 30%, but there's no guarantee because it's just an application, right? And she signs off. Well, an endorsement from Starla is as good as an acceptance. I guess the question is whether or not you would like to be a one-star sort of guild member in the Floristic League. It looks like you already are a guild member. And she, like, kind of gestures towards your ring. Is that ring, though, from the Floristic Guild? No. And people can be a part. Can you be a part of multiple guilds? Yeah, yes. right? You know you know that Marin is, yeah. Well, nice Requisitions and relocations. Very mm. prestigious guild. Very difficult to get into. I'm surprised uh, that you are. No offense. It just seemed like your knowledge of magic was a little bit uh, tenuous at best. But, uh, you know, if you're in the R&R guild, clearly you kind of know what you're doing. It's one of the more dangerous guilds to be member of. Mm. Right. Um, well, it never hurts to be a part of, you know, wear a cap, uh, a hat, many different hats, right? I suppose. Got no red caps, though. No. They don't look good on me. The color red doesn't look good on me. Mm. Different shades of red yet. More fire red. You guys have thoughts on this? I mean, we we don't have to do the... I really don't want to give Starla 30%. But also, being a part of uh, the Floristic Guild and the League, you know, they could that, that could potentially have benefits down in the future. Weighing it out. Well, is it the... Mm. Is it 30% of your take or all of our takes? Does it say in the fine print? I mean. She looks over it and she's like, it would be 30% of the gross total. But we only have to turn in four, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. So if we get paid for the four, we keep the rest. Seems fair to me. Starla gets her money. We get our money, and then, I don't know, maybe I'll buy four walls. Seems excessive, but everyone's doing it. You want to buy a place in the city? I'd, it's Red, probably going to cost you quite a lot, Red. Red, why would you want to stay in the city? Oh, I don't want to stay here. I'd rent it out. It's called Passive Income Dove. I, uh, how, who told you? You want to be a landlord? How did, did you, you see this coming from Red? Who told you this? What do you mean? When I was standing in line, a kind little gnome told me all about it. I've become obsessed. I see. Well, you can do yeah. what you want with your money. That's why it's your money. He said half the homes in the city are empty at the moment. <laughs> being rented out. Crazy. Hmm. Why would they do that? I don't know. Sounds like some sort of money laundering scheme to me. <laughs> you know, I've heard of a lot of the bigger guilds and, and splinter groups of these guilds. They have different groups together that just buy a bunch of the houses and, and property and they just 
manipulate the market. Why? You want to be a part of that, Red? Now that you mention it, no, I'd rather burn that to the ground. If you want to kill someone today, we could probably go do that. Uh, Ruby, we're not, they're joking. We're not here to kill anyone. Oh, yes, right, right. Joking. <laughs> well, um, I guess, uh, a, uh, redistribution of wealth would not be terrible. I honestly, I find a lot of you rather intriguing, but also very confusing. Yeah, we get that. I don't, yes. I it's a part of our I'm charm. Confused. Yes. Mm. yes. Interesting. Well, Ruby, <laughs> I believe we have a decision to make, and that is ours, and you have a date or something to attend to. Um, right. Well, you're at my table <laughs> in my guild, so. Uh, you best be going, I suppose. Right, yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll yes. see you later. Well, yes. Mm. Blibble doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got Oh, right. Yeah, we should go. Yeah, no, I'll go. Uh -huh. Yeah, sorry. I'm in a weird headspace today. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll go. Yeah. G goodbye. Enjoy the Lord. winter. Thank solstice. you, Ruby. You're very welcome, friends. Good luck in your negotiation. So, what do we think? I mean, you just—we don't have to give her the thirty percent. I mean, if you want to, we can. And then, it, it, according to Ruby, you know, I guess it's as good as getting into that guild. I mean, that might be good benefit of having a, a, an additional, <laughs> additional. Um, he holds up the ring. Um, you know, guild uh, membership might be useful. It's only four Frenel Fronts, too. We have extra. Plus, this is the best part. If you deliver the 30%, even though she said 15%, then she'll realize that you know how to read contracts. Next time, she may not decide to cheat you. Because you're good to your word. Yeah. I mean, I think I definitely am going to confront her on that part. Yeah. I think you should, or we should pay the 30% to then wipe our hands clean of Starla. There's no need to You don't continue. want to need to think, don't do any dusting up. Just do it, get it done with. That might be smart. I, I think that she really is an asshole, though. But I suppose the logic is, just, you know, wipe our hands of her, and then we don't have to work with her ever again. Yes, I agree. All I right, that well, would be best. Let's go find her. I guess we can find my buddy uh, Simon. Right, you He'll be here. Yeah. Seek out Simon, sitting in a small cafe frequented by the students at the fourth pennant one of the four arcane academies in the region um this one specializing in elemental energies and uh you notice him large like coke bottle glasses that make his eyes look like bug eyes 
two very droopy, pathetic-looking goblin ears, and his hair kind of like French braided back, um, and it falls over one shoulder. It's like dark blue in color. His robes, unlike Blibble's, are immaculate. Um, it looks like they're pressed and starched every single day. And he wears them with a pride as he sits pouring over what seems to be a massive spell tome, kind of like carefully writing in it as he consults from another sort of like floating scroll that is like being held aloft almost like by a mage hand. I just, he's a little strange and he's very into his books, a real, real nerdy type. Just, it'll be fine. Just, you know, no sudden movements or nothing like that. He gets spooked easily. Let me do the talk, okay? Fair enough. Approaches carefully and he's like, Hey, Simon! What's up? Oh, wow. Hey, Blimble, how's it going? How are you today? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Look at you. Look at you with your, your edgy robes. They're all burnt up and stuff. That's so cool. That's so cool. That's so cool. How are you doing? Are you up to any adventures? Are you doing things yeah. uh, through these days? Yeah, I'm up to lots, lots of cool uh, adventures. Oh, wow. Matter of fact, here, just... Have a seat. Have a seat yeah, next absolutely. to me there. Yeah, these I are my friends. Just, uh, Oven Looking and, over and, my uh, mathematics calculations. You've got turtle friends. Of course, Blibble would have turtle friends. That's so cool. That's so very, very cool. <laughs> oh, hello. I'm Simon. Hello. Uh, I'm pleasure Simon. to meet you, Simon. I am Dove. This is Red. Oh, Dove. Uh, that's oh. a pretty neat name. Red sounds very, sounds very metal. <laughs> uh, Red. Yes. Like the color of all the good kinds of magic, I always say, <laughs> except exactly. the purple spells. Those are a little bit better, you know, personally. So, how is oh. that a Freedy doing in your head? <laughs> Any more doing... thoughts about me uh, interviewing him, Blimble, one of these days? I mean, I would really like to just have a sit down with him if you could arrange it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, right, what, yeah. what did you say? Well, what? No, it's just this story that I told uh, Simon. Well, Before, it was a little uh, bit of a story, you know, it's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, it's not every day you hear about someone making a pact with a gin, you know. Right. Uh, I know yeah, a lot of people story. out on that sort of thing, but to me, I would like to just have a conversation with this, you know, fire gin at some point, you know, really. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Blue sits down, and as, as he's sitting down, he, he kind of does, like, one of these, like, uh, just puts his hands over and, like, moves the ring off. <laughs> So that way he can't see that he has the the uh, mm -hmm. um, guild ring, Elgon's guild ring. Just yeah, stores it make away. a slide of hand check to see if you I can like kind of hide it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 18. yeah. 18. You're able nice. to you're able to conceal it very cleverly. As you sit yep. down and you notice, like he's still kind of the mage hand is still writing down notes, even though he's like distracted and talking to all of you. Mm -hmm. <sighs> So what can I do you for if not to interview that that wonderful specimen that has taken right, a fraction right, right. of your yeah, soul? Yeah, the... what, do you feel empty inside with so much of your soul missing? Um, is there like space in there now? That, no, what, what do you, I, it's, it's, I'm okay. I'm fine. It's, it's good. I don't know what your he's talking about. Your soul is missing? That's, no. We'll have to talk about that later. Mm -hmm. Perhaps like that's what's problem. bothering him, Red, all these days. Oh, oh yes. Um, thanks for that, Simon. Um, <laughs> oh, you're welcome. So, yeah. 
Do you know we're looking for Starluck? They know uh, you. You know you keep tabs oh, yeah. on where people are at. You very keep good records, obviously. Um, I I try to. I try to. I like to know what's happening. You know, I'm the great uh, sort of. I like to think of me as the great record keeper of our peoples. Uh, one day, people will look back on Goblin Kind and really truly acknowledge our contributions to society and the arcade studies. And so, I take note of people of note. You know, uh, like your situation was very unique too. You know, like a warlock, very unconventional career choice for people in our field, uh, magically gifted as we are. You know, right? Yeah. So I was um, very interested in that. I still am. If so I'm being is, honest, do you know where Starla is? Um, Right, Starla. Yes, of course, of course. I've got her address Look here her. somewhere. Da, 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 da. Am I allowed to give out her address? He like thinks for like a quick moment. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. I've given out your address before too. I mean, what? it's all good among the goblins, you know. Okay, we'll circle back to that later. Right now, yeah, just here. If you could uh, scribble down just where she's at. Yeah, here you go. He hands you like a piece of paper that has her address hastily written on it. Nice. Great. Yeah, give her um, my regards. Huh? Let her know Simon. Simon says hi. <laughs> okay, well. Okay, I will. Yeah, yeah. Um you um you'll be um you'll be good, Simon. Um I'll talk to you in, in Can just I a have little... some of your blood? No, uh Simon. What are these things you can say yes? <laughs> Can I have it? What uh, what Do happens you just go if he says yes? For their blood? Well, I want to study his blood, Dove, because uh, you know he's got genitum now, and I'm curious how that affects everything. You know the you physiology of the of information, and I really appreciate that, Simon. Yeah, oh, that's great. Of course, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I I try I try to be I try to be where I can. <laughs> It's nice of you to come visit me, Blubble. You're just about my only friend. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you have other friends. You missed friends. my birthday last week, though. I was I thought you were going to come by. I thought for sure you were going to come by. Yeah. And then, you, you, you know, you did. I was I was busy. I was going to try to make it. But right. I, I assumed also... it was something really important. Yeah. Yeah, well, there was there was a lot of stuff going on. Um, But I will get you a gift. And I will circle back and get you that because uh, I've had just like no time to to get you anything uh, right now. Or just not a gift of blood. Not not a gift of blood. No, (laughs) I didn't even say that. (laughs) Yeah, no, Uh, we're not going to do that. I'm a little predictable. Uh, Simon's nothing if not a little predictable. (laughs) I feel like that would be a little irresponsible. Also, that's quite a gift. I'm just going to give you like part of my essence. In a vial. I'm not going to do the that. The that I'm looking for, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been fun, Simon. Great. This has been fun. Thank you for. Did you need anything else? Did you go? Uh, you guys want to play a game of dragon chess or something? <laughs> I've got time today. Next time. I think maybe next time we'll play because we're actually finishing up some, some important um, business. That's why we're going to see Starla. So. Oh, business. What kind yeah. of business are you are you wrapping up? Um, plant business. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Plants. All right. Yeah. Mental note: <laughs> best friend likes plants. <laughs>
He yeah. loves plants. Yes, he won't shut up about them. Oh wow, that's so strange because you know, with the you've got like an Afridi, and I thought they like fire, and I feel like fire. Anyways, all right, we'll see you later, Simon. Thanks you so much for everything. Have a good one. Bye. Have a great day, Simon. Thank you. I think the door shuts. So, is that what's bothering you? And Afridi is taking over your body and torturing your soul for all eternal time. Is that anything? I don't know what he's talking about. He, he makes up no a lot of way. stories. Eternity is not that long. Well, we should go find Starla. Sure, yes. If After you want you. to keep avoiding your problems, we can. Yes, if that's... I'll perhaps, yeah, maybe we'll uh, talk about that as soon as we talk about, um, I don't know, stuff to do with the Fae and lying to people. If you want to broach that, we can talk about that too. I see what you're doing, and I believe Starla needs to be visited. I think you're right. (laughs) I do not see what either of you are doing. It's fine. For the best. Let's continue on. Starla, please. (laughs) I think I'm like leaving the party. Yeah. You, You recognize the address. You think you know how to navigate your way to it. And... You make your way to the eastern part of the Zephyr Ring, where guild members in good standing and high standing, three star and above, are allowed to purchase small homes and no longer have to live in the guild hall. In this neighborhood is where you find Starla's abode, this sort of like um, circular-shaped building with like a bronze dome on it and two smaller buildings kind of jutting off from it and a cute little gate kind of leading up to what is a very like sort of painstakingly manicured garden like each plant perfectly like with its like like sort of perfect in perfect shapes and stuff like that a very different contrast bubble you would notice from elegy's accommodations um there's almost a, a tinge of like of of perfectionism here and each each plant has its place and grows exactly as it's supposed to some of them are suspended in crystalline vases so you can see gorgeous root systems that form starla's initials as you come inside before you as do you like i'm assuming you knock on the door before you is a beautiful door like uh with like leaves sort of engraved into the old wood as you knock, the sound resounds like with the thrumming through the circular chamber of the house. And as it creaks open, you see Starla, this time not in her uh, like sort of outdoor roby attire, but instead in what looks to be like a very fluffy house coat. It has almost like a boa or like, you know, those types of feathers like around the, around the neck and around the sleeves. Um, she has tons of piercings in her face and rings to match and uh starla always gets her 15 percent apparently she looks out at you (laughs) scanning you all a little surprised a little shocked and then like immediately sort of controls her face to not show her emotions as much and then just kind of like absentmindedly takes a sip from her tea and goes Oh, hi there, Blibble. Hi, Starla. How are you? Nice place. Oh, thank you. Do you want to come inside? Do we want to come inside? 
I, I'm assuming you completed your contract. Well, I no, this is a social call. You know how I love to just chat with you. Yes, we completed the, the contract. The door slowly starts to close. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we completed the contract. Uh, well, why didn't you say so? Come inside. All right. And she kind of like leads you to her sitting room, which is like velvet tufted furniture in a bottle green shade uh, with like sort of like once again, like uh, floral sculptures kind of adorning like this entire sitting room with a like large fireplace made of marble kind of crackling in the corner. Uh, Knowing what we know thus far about uh, Starla, I'll kind of say to Red as we walk in, I assume Blibble goes first and turn. Uh, Red, you're not, if you feel any sort of magic uh, take over any of us, please say something. Oh, certainly. Do I feel anything immediately upon entering? Um, no, actually. Yeah, like, you think all of these plants have actually been tended to organically. Yeah, I look at the Starla a little differently. What a kind soul. <laughs> Great. No, Reggie. Well, who are your friends? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is um Red uh, Jasper, I believe. Hello. And um, this is uh, Dove. I don't remember his last name. It's Shell. You should remember that. I'm it rhymes with it shell. It's right there in front of you at all times. You've got a lovely set of four walls. Oh, thank you. Personally, I hate corners, so I tried to make it as round as possible. Theoretically, it, re- it, it really is only one wall, which is about all I can stand. You know what, Blibble? I'm liking her more and more. Um, oh, I like you too, big guy. I've heard things about you, Red. I've heard things ooh. about you too, Dove. Though I can't say they were all good things, if I'm being honest. Well, you are what, being what honest. What good things so. did you hear? About well, Red, of course. Yes. I heard that you were some kind of war hero or, you know, the people's chosen champion, something like that. Anything else? Mm, no, that's really about it. Well, you said you heard things, not thing. So I feel oh, like there's got to be something right. else. I also heard uh, you're good in a fight, and you got a big weapon that you got from your mom. Yes, that's true. I also have a pecker. And I, like, point <laughs> to my little, he, like, um, whoop, looks around, gives you, like, a look, and then, like, you. How would you, <laughs> now you think it's that, yeah, it, he called that um, his pecker. Oh, you're right. I should have asked if you wanted to see my pecker. I think in general, that sentence is probably one you shouldn't throw around. But Could you explain to me why? So, you finished the contract, Blibble. Mm-hmm. Good. Glad to hear it. I'll turn this in and get you your cut of the money. Yep. So hand it over. Is there anything you want to talk about with the contract at all? Perhaps. Red? Well, what part? Did you have any questions? 
Libel, we we said we were moving past this. <laughs> it needs to work this out, Dove. I just think it would be good business in the future to make sure that instead of, you know, saying that you'd take 15%, just being truthful and saying that you're going to take 30%, which, of course, I don't believe you actually deserve. But in the spirit of this winter solstice and moving past things, um, right. here is it's 30%, I suppose. Well, in my defense, I did say it was a 15% finder's fee. There is a 15% surcharge as well. Mm -hmm. Right. None of that was mentioned Which is at all. Other taxes and fees. Right. Well, I didn't well, think anyways. I needed to mention it because you said you knew how to read Dwarvish. Do you not know how to read Dwarvish? So the sum of it would be four fennel fronds. Each one of them valued at about six gold per uh, 30% of that would then in turn be about 7.5 gold if we're rounding upwards. So that would be your take. And then we would have the 16.5 gold remainder. Blibble is 30% of the reward money, you dolt. Do any of you remember how much the contract is worth? I do. But... I don't know if it, I kind of like what Blibble's doing. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I don't okay. know if I want to remind him. Max, just so you know, it's 450 gold. <laughs> what? <laughs> so so yeah. you're offering her six gold of the field. <laughs> yeah. Give me one moment. Turns. That would be 135 gold for you. <laughs> and then the remainder for the rest of us. I was thinking in completely different terms. Sorry. I'm doing some research on fennel fronds, so I got excited about that. He forgot to carry the one. Well, yeah, if you sell them at, I guess, like street prices, uh, you won't get as much for them. But uh, the contract is a little bit different. The guild pays a little differently. Uh, doesn't right. help that uh, the location you were in, other crews have gone missing in. So uh, there was a little bit of a danger surcharge added on. Also, please don't sell them for six gold. You know, there's a shortage right now, right? I actually didn't know that there was a shortage right now. I'm learning about fennel fronds more and more. Well, normally, yeah, they go for between three to six gold a pop. But right now, uh, there's a huge shortage. So black market prices have got them all the way up to about a hundred. Well, yeah, about a hundred for a bushel. Wow. That's Why else know. did you think the guild was willing to give you 450 for the contract? Gotta start using that noggin, Blibble. Listen, Starla, not everybody knows everything about everything. Right? Just because you have the information for yourself doesn't mean everybody knows that. Clearly, you withhold a lot of information, all right? I feel like in this particular instance, being mean to me right now is probably not a good idea. Seeing as I could totally just go away from this arrangement that we have, all right? So maybe we start being a little bit nicer to me and stop insulting me. What do you mean Seeing you could go away me from and the my, I'm still talking, Starla. I'm still talking. Thank you. 
I'm done now. But you said you were talking. You derailed my whole 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 thing. I, I don't remember where I was going with it. He's a little testy. Uh, we don't know why. He won't talk about it, Starla. His soul is fighting. His soul is fighting. Yes, I don't know what it means. But Whose soul isn't fighting? We're grappling oh, with ourselves good always. That's, good point. Mm. that's true. That's true. That's good. That's that's like true. Starla's soul grapples with being a kind and decent person and then greedy. Listen, it's my job to stay abreast of these uh, <laughs> important details so you don't. That's why I collect my percentage, and Stala always gets her 15%. But with, you know, other fees, taxes, and surcharges included, sometimes it comes out to 30%. What can I say? Right. So it'd be 315 gold for us. 135 for you if we're charging 30% on top for you for all the work that you did. Oh, perfect. Well, I will go ahead and give you the money up front, and then I'll turn this in with the guild and re sort of immerse myself from there. All right. Well, here are. I mean, actually, you know, can we get the money first, the gold first, please? And then I'll turn over the. Of course. She carefully counts out the. We'll always get this gold up front. Puts it carefully in a leather pouch, hands it to you. Uh, question for you, Blibble. And she if hands it to me. Starla, he, can I? Man, what are you doing? My cat's knocking stuff off my desk. If, if Starla turns in the contract, won't Starla get the recognition from the guild? That is true. Red. Starla, do you mind if we accompany you with the guild? Well, sure. I suppose you can. I mean, our names are on there, but I, it's well, you know what? That's a good idea. We should accompany her to, to make sure that, and that we're getting, she doesn't alter the contract at all or anything. I believe they're. Yes, like a. Like, I don't, I don't know. Some sort of significant other date. Right? <sighs> what? We all go together and we turn it in together like, you know, stuff significant others do. Blibble also, uh, when you when he's talking there, Blibble takes the, you don't mind if I double check this, right? Like, he just looks at the, he takes the, mm -hmm. the bag and then, like, spreads it out on, like, a table. Yeah, yeah. every coin is sure accounted for. And it's gold. <laughs> yes, it's gold. I'm are, not that evil, Max. I'm not going to be like. <laughs> are you I'm not saying you're evil. I just don't trust Starla. Half of it was copper. <laughs> I don't trust Starla. All right, looks good. Uh, let's go turn in the uh, the contract and um, be uh, behind this business. They are in front of soon. Yes, we should hurry. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot. They do close at sundown. All right. I'll go get changed. Uh, I'll meet you outside in like uh, six minutes. All right. We'll be right out there. Okay. I got to say, time... I like Starla. She's both fast and mysterious. Well, six minutes is an odd time. Usually people say five. I don't. 
Yes, that means she's honest. You can always trust an honest whatever it is Starla is. <laughs> the goblin. Goblin, I believe, yes. A lot of metal for a goblin. I think I just let that one go. Her face had so much metal on it. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't want to assume. We've talked about how people adorn themselves with trinkets and whatnot. It's uh, self-expression. Well, of course. Red. You have your. Well, that's why I said she was mysterious. Hmm. I don't know what's on underneath all that. Well, perhaps don't say that anymore. And also uh, stop offering people to see your uh, woodpecker please that'll get you in Philip trouble is a wonderful friend well say Much would you like, like you this? dove or blibble Thank why you. would i not want to do it's rude to philip well say would you like to meet philip not what you were saying My earlier. yes <laughs> say philip much nicer i will do so from now on thank you red you're welcome. Don't worry, Philip. I know you're a pecker. I was just trying to explain to the others that you were, but it's okay, pal. And he's like, and he shrinks back down to the shell. Starla comes out in exactly six minutes. This time in her uh, sort of like more formal robes. Um, they're like lavender with gold embroidery on the on the edges and on the trim. And she has like these clickety-clackety boots that are lacquered and they're shiny and red. And she wears them as she like kind of clacks down the steps towards the guild hall. She kind of walks up to what is kind of fondly referred to as the cage. This sort of like posting where one individual, a squarely looking, uh, half kind of balding um, human man is kind of pouring over like tons of contracts that are sitting ahead of him. And uh, he kind of like is like absentmindedly like sorting them when Starla comes up and uh, she's like, hey, Bill, I got a contract. <sighs> oh, what was that then? I've got a contract, Bill. Here you go. You need to pay it out. And you see, like, she puts the fronds next to the contract that's been endorsed by Marin and Elegy, two guild members in good standing. And she slides it forward. He inspects everything, carefully places the specimens in a pneumatic tube and kind of like, or in a glass canister placed in a pneumatic tube. You hear that as they're sucked up somewhere further into the Floristic League Tower. And then he turns around, puts a seal onto the contract, carefully rolls it up, seals it with wax, and then places it on the left-hand side of sort of the cage he's in. Then he reaches under the counter, pulls out a specially marked satchel with this uh, contract number on it, on a small paper tag, and slides it over to Starla. Starla turns around and is like, are we good? Um, I, th I think so. What's in the bag? Well, the money. The 450. Right. Which I okay. gave you your cut of. Right. Totally. 
So how did that work actually with the whole, you know, the the uh, approval process and all that? It's, it's being like sponsored for the guild and stuff, you know, to be admitted into. Oh, so you really did learn how to read the wolfish? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You want to join? Be able to make sure. Yeah, of course. I mean, you did the work for it, so you know that's typically how these mm -hmm. go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, uh, like, uh, how you, how you did your work for uh, the the R and R guild? She like kind of her. You see her eyes like linger <laughs> on your signet. R and R guild. Yeah, requisitions, relocations. That's that ring, right? What ring? Holds up his hands. No ring. Oh, yeah, you took it off in the bar, huh? He did do that. Perhaps we should Ooh. go into the past. And <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, gotcha. then. I forgot. You did take it off. <laughs> in that case. So uh, how did this work, then? Do we get a... Uh... Uh, application into the guild. How does this work the, the, to get us admitted to the oh, I get it. You want me guild. to sponsor you? Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how this goes. <sighs> Fine. I'm just looking, blinking. I suppose you've met the contract minimum. Uh, Bill, can you hand me, like, um, the league admission forms? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <clears throat> you see her like hastily scrawl her signature at the bottom and then she kind of like shoves it like like reticently on your chest and she's like you can fill out the rest of it and then she takes the paper tag off of the uh the reward satchel and gives it to you and she's like you'll need that number thank you starla what a wonderful time doing business with you just so you know, if you do any st anything stupid while you're in the guild, it's me that they're going to call. So don't do anything stupid. Well, I guess then you should have nothing to worry about, being that you hired some professionals who took care of a wonderful job and contract so easily that was fraught with lots of danger. And you didn't have to worry about a thing. Well, Blibble. Your competence was never in question. I would have never given that contract to somebody I didn't think that could handle it. Mm -hmm. What's more in question is your, your tendency to do dangerous things to get things done quickly. Your shortcuts often lead to long-term disaster. Just because I do things slightly different than others do doesn't mean it's the wrong way. You always say that. I do. And I stick by it. I don't really understand it. But you completed the mission. You learned mm -hmm. Dwarvish apparently in just a few days, which I gotta say is a little bit impressive. It is, isn't it? So, uh... I guess what I'm saying is, um, you love me. Oh God, get it out. I'm not ashamed to be a sponsor. Hey, you hear that guy? Someone's not ashamed. Don't make me ashamed to be a sponsor. 
All right. I don't want to. I don't want. Don't make me regret saying that. All right. Conduct yourself with dignity and uh, don't do nothing that'll get back to me. All right. Always. That's how I conduct myself. We know you know this. But like kind of like stands up a little taller. (laughs) All right. I guess next time I see you, it'll be at your induction ceremony. I guess not a bad way to spend, you know, the solstice uh, putting in your official application. But with my signature on it, um, it's good as approved. Nice. I appreciate that. I think we'll look back on this and you'll see. You'll be saying, you know, he got into the guild because of me. Uh That there's Blibble. You haven't heard of Blibble? And then you'll go and talk about how awesome I am. You know, I hope that's the case. Me too. And this she like turns to you, Red and Dove. And what about you? Technically, as per the terms of the contract, I'm your agent as well. I don't suppose y'all want to be guild members. Oh, I look at oh Red. I'm just happy to help a beautiful young thing like you. You see the color rise in her cheeks. Oh my. This one's uh, quite no the need sweet, for Taka. Oh, yes, it's all of those delicious plants I eat. Being a vegetarian, lots of honey. I'm a vegetarian too. Oh my god, you guys are both vegetarian. What is your favorite? Vegetable. <laughs> and as she starts naming off vegetables, <laughs> that, that'll be where we call today's session to a close. A little early. Great. But <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh my Fantastic. gosh. Look, just, a, it- just a tiny bit early because we didn't end up getting to the combat that I thought we would get to. That's okay. We'll probably need elegy for that anyway. Do we know what uh, Starla's favorite vegetable is, though? Yeah, what's the, uh, for the lore? Ah, for the lore, broccoli. That checks out. Mm. The lore, does she steam that broccoli and is it stinky? <laughs> no, and if you say no, I know it. you're lying because she saw it, it does stink, but she sautes it with salt, butter, and black pepper. Oh, nice. nice. All right. Okay. Oh, crispy. Nice Proper. and crispy. Nice. Yeah. Not bad. Not Maybe bad. a little bit garlic. There you go. Gotta have garlic in there. Gotta have the garlic gotta in have, there. Yeah. You gotta have garlic. Garlic makes or breaks the broccoli. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Y'all, this episode was kind of crazy in how much you accomplished, but kind of also crazy in how much you avoided that I had planned. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to know, though. Like, but I love it. We're seasoned vets, one might say. I love it. Yeah, I like to think seasoned vets, traumatized, one or the other, you know? Definitely not traumatized, yeah. Definitely not. I'll I'll be like, make a, if if at any point I say make a blank saving throw, you should see y'all's faces. So at some point, somebody like, like screenshot it. It's never that bad, but you're always like, ah. Fuck. Oh, well, we, you know, we're not we're not excited by bad rolls. We want to be uh, we be high rollers, big ball. There is a difference between you saying make a check and saving, like saving anything. We're just like this is it. 
we're dead. about to die today. I don't know what I, I don't know die. what I did to deserve this. But what's yeah. funny but this is, is in it. my mind, like a check is something that you're intentionally doing, and a saving throw is like something that you're reacting to, like something that happens to you. That's just how I and we're reacting. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're reacting. Is, it's just funny to me because it's like the stakes will usually be so low. It'll be like you're gonna get hit with a bread roll, and it's like, okay, well, I'm dead. I just rolled a three. I'm dead. Ah, it was a good shit. run, guys. Goodbye. Yeah, here it comes. <laughs> we're dead. The yeah. bread roll was lined with highly potent poison. <laughs> <laughs> or it's two-day-old bread. We're just going to die on contact. It just splashes on the skin and it's in the system. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Personally, I can't wait to see, like, I would love if the big bad is just somebody who is behind you in line. <laughs> Should be. Yeah, could be accurate. I was like, screw you. Who orders one of every sample? Yeah. yeah, they just show up when we're like in the the last call, chilling, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. <laughs> just introduce you. <laughs> You're why children I waited. Children died because of you. Yeah, they didn't eat that day. They didn't eat their Christmas dinner. It's our fault. It's our fault. All right, let's do some shout outs, Jesse. You want to yeah. start us off? Sure, of course. Uh, hey, everyone, thank you so much once again for tuning in. Today was super fun. Um. I can't wait to see what's going to happen when it gets back and we have to explain what this episode was. That'll be cute. I don't know who's going to do the explanation uh, when we come back, but that'll be lovely. And, um, hey, you know, I think, like, all of us will probably take some time off uh, coming up here, hopefully, and, uh, you know, just, like, chill out. But I assume they'll most likely be like me, and time off just means streaming less so <laughs> i will still be around i'm sure but that's I'm it for me working. i hope you all have a good uh you know rest of the year however the week and a half left we have and uh hey i'll see you then bye everybody fantastic hi hello thanks everyone for joining us for last call once again no episode next week our next episode will be january the 4th and it'll be back and i think we'll probably have one two-ish episodes maybe three left we'll see See how that goes. Uh, Crew 2 is already in the works. We'll make sure that uh, we can get everything buttoned up, and then we'll announce that sometime in January. Uh, so keep your eyes glued on at least our Twitter, twitter.com slash lastcallrp. And as always, you can just go to lastcallforadventure.com for more information there. Uh, I'm going to be streaming up until Christmas, uh, and then I'll be departing on my vacation. Most likely won't be back till the 1st. Uh, but no more drop frames. This is the final show that we're doing in terms of just shows, so we're just going to be playing probably some Midnight Suns and do, doing some night streams, Valorant, League of Legends, stuff like that. So that's what I got going on. Max, what are you up to? Here's what's happening in my neck of the woods. Um, hi, I'm Max or uh, Gas Mexican. I'll be doing some streaming um, leading up to to uh, you know the end of the new year or at the end of this year, going into the new year. I hope you guys have a good um, good new year. The rest of you guys watching in the cast. This episode was, <laughs> this was kind of all over the place in a good way, though, in, in, in a best winter solstice way. Um, but yeah, I'm already looking forward to coming back in, in the new year and doing more stuff. And yeah, we'll see how Anne reacts to uh, trying to explain. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a very brief summation. I'm not sure, but I enjoyed this, uh, the show today. And uh, I might even go live a little bit after uh, we do the post show just for a little bit. Um, but I got plans then later on tonight. So no stream tonight, but maybe a little bit more. Um, just after the show, after we do the post show and stuff, but thanks for watching as always. And to my fellow castmates, uh, and, and, and bronze, um, doing her DM. Uh, that's it. 
I got no more words. Hope you enjoy. Bronze, it's your turn. Hi, this was super fun. I absolutely love this episode. Um, I what am I up to? Um, I'm probably gonna stream later this evening. Um, I'm either playing some games or I'm gonna be painting my Warhammer army. I'm trying to finish my uh, novitiates, my Adeptus Raritas unit. So I might be working on that. Um, we'll see, but it's not gonna be until later in the evening. Um, and yeah. Other than that, I'm I'm around. I'm doing stuff. Uh, yeah, I I don't know if I'm gonna take any time off for the holiday because I don't really celebrate Christmas, so I'll probably be around. Um, but yeah, that that's me. <laughs> I'm awesome. so bad at doing these. <laughs> You'll get better. It's, yeah. Shout outs are there. It's rough. Sorry. I was Thank you so much stuff. for joining us for this campaign. Um, I absolutely crew one has been a dream to work with. Everyone has been it's been so exciting to DM for all of you. And I can't wait uh, for y'all to meet crew two and for some crew one members to potentially return. I think um, it'll be it'll be super dope. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, check us out. Uh, podcast. You can find Last Call for Adventure on all the major platforms. We're gonna go do the post show. Bronze, you join? You want to join us for the post show today? You got? You got plans? Hey. All right, no, Bronze is back. in for the post show. You can check that out over at uh, Patreon.com/slash/Last Call for Adventure. We're out of here. We're gonna go record that. Thanks so much for watching. Make sure you follow and subscribe to all the things. Have a good one. Happy holidays. We'll see you in 2023. We're out of here.